Tuesday it is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo, and uh, off and running. Another uh, a nice day here in the Valley of just heat. Hot summer, but we're dealing with it. Nobody ever talks about us. Uh, England's going through their They're misery. going through their global warming. They've got their global warming week uh, where they have to change everything about their lives because it's hot there. Hottest Aww. it's ever been, even though we've only been keeping weather records for 100 years. Hottest it's ever been there. Uh, and then, uh, but the best part I saw was that as hot as it is, and I think we should do this here. Redheads get in movies for free, which I thought, I thought that was a good fantastic. deal. In a way, it's kind of a bad idea because it draws redheads outside for at least a little while from traveling from their homes to the theater, and that's what they're saying. It's like the sun is really evil on the fair-skinned redhead. So gingers get free movies, and the gingers deserve something. Natural gingers, not you tramps that threw it in your hair and called yourself a redhead. For, no, That's no, what no, I'm wondering. Wonder how, how strict they are. Freckly. There has to be like a, a, a Benjamin Moore paint, a swatch of white. Pink eyes, you're yeah, automatically. Oh, you're automatically. But if you, that, that white that goes Indian sand yeah. and then kind of gets a little bit more beige. If you don't match the top two, like screaming white and pure white, then you can't get in for free. You, have to, you should pay by the scale of how your pigment there should be a, a chart at the door. You stand next to it. Whichever one you match is the fee you pay or the discount you get. But I like that. So, gingers, I'm thinking of you. There aren't many of you here. Uh, you shouldn't be wandering around if you're a ginger in this town, uh, you know, without getting some sort of a... Maybe Harkins could jump on that. Yeah, Har- oh, they for- should. Ginger movies. Yeah. And, and just movies starring gingers that gingers go to see immediately free. If you're redheaded... And it's a, an Amy Adams movie. You're getting in for free. You should get in for free anyway. A bunch of Irish movies. And stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And that way we would know, as normal people, movies not to go to. <laughs> uh, like, you don't want to go to a room filled with redheaded Irish, angry at the heat. That's like going to a movie that's just for kids. It's a terrible idea to sit in that room. There's going to be fights and everything else. But, yeah, let's get the gingers in a room and, and lock the door and leave them in there. I say. Foggy Molly can do some free shows. Yeah. And, you know. yeah, we'll just make it a full drunken <laughs> goon house. I like that. Yeah, but uh, they're thinking of them in England. But it's that hot. But they always say, oh, it's all, they don't have any air conditioning. Everybody- Someone mentioned, imagine if you could uh, load up a plane, buy a bunch of window units, go depot, go over there. And just sell them, but yeah. you'd have to, you know, get the conversion side of the way. Well, well, beyond that, it's easy. Did, if it worked, it, that wouldn't be that easy. It would be a pain in the ass because you got to rent a plane. How much money do you have? Right. That you need to fly to premium. England? You got to take advantage of it right now. It, it, you're you're explaining this, the Ocean's Thirteen. It's like how much money do these guys <laughs> need? They can li- they have enough money to charter lift, a plane, to lift the city out of water. To steal $80 million. I think it cost him $200 million to do this job. I'd check out Amazon Prime first. Brady's always looking for the quick buck. Did you hear that? You get a bunch of units, you rent a plane, you fly over to the UK, set up shop. So we're down, what, $2 million now in just costs. Hopefully it stays hot for a couple more days. You'd crush it. And if you didn't, oh well, evidently you're a multi-billionaire that has time and, and energy to do this. Hey, we sent plane loads of baby formula, so, I mean... Yeah, well, that's a company that already did it. It's got to be a little hotter on the AC units over there. If Brady was milking (laughs) like a bunch of pregnant ladies, goes, Hey, we're checking a chartered flight. We're going on a street corner. We're going nuts. No, it's not happening. So, Yeah, let let them cook, I say. We're we're free of England. Screw you. I'm proud to be an American. More heat for them. But, yeah, there's better places. Ah, it's a big deal. Like, you know, you get into it and you buy a fan, get in the bathtub, get in the shower. That's the best thing you can do. My air conditioner's going out in Arizona. Yeah, it's dangerous. 
you climb in the shower, and you just walk around wet for a few hours until you hope that, uh, you know, Precision AC comes rolling by and fixes your stuff. And if they don't, you go to a hotel. Not everyone can afford it. That's probably why your air conditioner's off. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. But probably why you don't have a window unit sold by Brady and Company. Yeah, I did like that. I thought that was a pretty good thing. I'm dreaming in Better Call Saul. Everything I see is Better Call Saul. Last night's little episode was amazing. Talking to people online about it. I should. And Paul Sura and I should have done a, a podcast called Better Call Paul because he knows everything about every word written and he's brilliant when it comes to that. And all I want to do is talk about it. I, I'm not kidding. I had dreams about like being in it. I dream of Albuquerque. Said no one ever. I'm having dreams Uh-oh, of being in, in real Albuquerque. trouble. I am in real Jesus. trouble that I am there. And I love it. Such a great show. So uh, You had that, some good memories there. No, I not Well, Albuquerque. not really. We have Better Call Tucson next yeah, yeah, or what? No, what is this? Yeah. this is pretty bad. <laughs> Tucson is actually somehow or another worse than Albuquerque. But it is Albuquerque is low on the list. But yeah, this show is just its all in me. My brain and trying to function and guess what's happening next and everything. Ah, oh, it's just... That's all I think about. Watched it last night twice. You watch the first time for the entertainment and the story, and then you watch the second time to see for your discussion group what you get, and it's, you can't help it. It's like it's just so intricate. It's so smart. It's so. It's just so well done, and you're just trying to figure out what's coming, and you can't. Like every time we've guessed something, we're pretty good at it. They they throw a curveball that's so brilliant. Oh, it's such a good show. So unbelievable. And then after Better Call Saul ended last night, Brett, I'm like, all right, well, let's give this a try. Hopped in the shower, fresh razor, tugged yeah. down the old sack, started right. to drag. That is, that is Table Mesa Road. Danger, this Will. Is, this Danger. Is, this is, oh, I got on, Nixon, I did it yesterday. Nixon cuts. I'm shaving up. I'm shaving sideways. Do I don't know. I think, I honestly think I need you to come over and help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need you to stand just outside the glass and go, no, no, no. That ain't how you do it. But I had it down and tugged. The ball's in the way. I kind of scooted that out with a thumb. I'm dragging over. I'm looking. There's no hair on the razor. I go the other way a little bit. I, I, I made it look like I've got, like, you know, kind of got one of those. Uh, I, I like a sloth with mange is all over my balls now. I, I, you couldn't get a good fade? I can't get a nice rollover to where it just cleans the hair off. Brett, Brett says it's possible to I, shave I it off. I did it yesterday. Call Dr. Okay. Lynn and ask him. Yeah, you're shaved up for your oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And I your was, appointment went well? Uh, yeah. Give you the squeeze. Uh, it, it, yeah, he did, but it was kind of like, he goes, well, you know what to expect, because I told him that you're, you're Josh and Larry and everything, and he goes, you kind of know what to expect, right? I'm like, yeah, he goes, okay, we're good in here then. Did, <laughs> you he ready? You, did he grab the balls and go, all right, we're good? No, not really. Right, he just kind of kind of juggled them around and stuff. You're going to have the Josh one. Josh from Action Ride Shop showed us a picture of his balls after his vasectomy, and they were... He his he had a miserable like he's one of the one of the guys Swole. he's a, he's a high and tight and he showed a picture of his balls I didn't want to say anything to Josh when I saw him I'm like well of course you're high and tight these are high and tight balls you don't have that low hanging down old man fruit like I've got and I don't know if that's what you've got too Larry's got it no pain what, my buddy Rich hangers? has low hangers mm-hmm. got big long American I'm kind of skin. like mid grade there you're, so you're in the middle yeah, I'm in the middle yeah. They can probably expect a medium. Well, and I asked him about that. I asked him about that. He goes, just as long as you pay attention to what's going on, don't tense up during it. That's Because you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. That's what he says, because he's right. You'll be fine. Yeah. No matter what the pain is. I agree. You're going to come out of it. No, I'm not going to do this. Oh, you're doing it. It's it's great. (laughs) Screw this. Trust me. Now imagine. You think that hurts. Imagine. Imagine at uh, two in the morning. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, that's worse, yeah. All right, so there you go. The worst part. Imagine uh, 10 years from now. If you, Dad, I'm doing it. Oh, I'd be like Toledo. No way. All right. Imagine 13, 13 years from Bro. now. What are you doing in there? <laughs> oh, get, get off my bed. Uh, he's messed around with your tools yeah. in the oven. Oh, man. Like, what are you doing? Get out of there. Imagine 13 and a half years from now. Take me to mom's. I hate you. <laughs> ah, Quit beating off, kid. You understand. It was just weird, though. I had, like, Mr. Chow down there, like, grabbing yeah. my junk and stuff. I'm he like, likes it. it makes you feel more confident because of uh, stereotypes. <laughs> I didn't think of that, yeah, but I think you got a point. If, if you had a black guy doing a vasectomy, you'd never, uh, yeah, you'd no, never I'm not go going in there. wouldn't yeah. do it. I'm not going to pull my pants down. got an expert, an expert blade <laughs> yeah, This work. guy knows. Yeah, he's good with blades. He knows small. Like, he works with, you know. He Precise. Plays, yeah, very small, uh, you know, stuff. <laughs> For lack of a better term, but he did tell me he said you know it did give me confidence. He, said, he told me he was the he, he's doing God's work. Let me put it this he way really because is. because he's the number one. Uh, he's done the most vasectomies in Arizona last year. A thousand, like he told me, like eleven hundred or something. Yeah. yeah, I think that has something to do. with I know. Great so I said, introducing him to me and God's the whole work. show talking about him the whole time. He's doing God's work. He is. Oh, hundred percent. But the, he's got to be the leading KUPD vasectomizer. The sperminator, they call him. Well, and he, he even asked me, he goes, so, so how did you hear about us? I go, oh, one of my coworkers. Oh, yeah, who's that? And I told him, John, he just started laughing. Yeah. Goes, <laughs> Very good. And then he's and like. Then he just starts chopping. And then he, I kid you not, he asked me afterwards, he goes, now, if you want to tape it or anything, I have I have a tripod stuff. You can put your phone on it. Do and it. Like, Absolutely not. No. I, I tried to tape mine no. and some crazy That's woman. That's why I came up because he, he yeah. was talking about you. You want to watch this. <laughs> Come on, you John. You're asking the Italian guy to film it? <laughs> yes. I have. Yeah, no not going to happen. No evidence. The Italian guy with his pants off, all evidence <laughs> is out the door. No, I, I tried to film it. 40,000 people looked at it in a few hours, and then some crazy lady said it was gross and got it banned from Facebook. It's a medical procedure. Yeah, it's, it's medicine. Yeah, and it, it you know it's not like anything gross was happening. It wasn't spurting blood. You couldn't even tell it was balls. It looked like a... It just looked like skin laying. Like was it zoomed in and everything? I didn't. Ever... I was. It was from my chest right to. I, okay. mean, I was sitting there filming it myself, and the phone battery died. Posted it up on uh, our Facebook page and everything else, and I even wrote. I'm like, look, this is for uh, all the guys out there that are thinking about doing this. I just wanted to show them what it is. No man had ever seen a vasectomy. I guarantee it. It's like hard to. Nobody's googling it or whatever at the time, and it's like nobody you know says, "Here's, I, trust me. Here, I'm going through it right now. I'll film it. I'll show you." This isn't sexual. If you're, and I even wrote on the thing, if you find this sexual, that's because you're doing that. Yeah. You're being a pervert. If you can't look at my balls and get all hot and bothered and then worried about kids seeing it, and some lady, sure enough, this is inappropriate genitalia on the blah. I'm like, no, this is mangling genitalia. You don't see a PP. You don't see anything. Just a sack of balls hanging out of some blue paper. And my favorite comments were like, Jesus, Holmberg, you're not kidding. That's a lot of skin. <laughs> just, it was just all over the place. There's balls in there somewhere. So it's like Rocky in training going to the meat plant and just yeah, boxing well, and stuff. Those it's things like are firmer. Put a pee underneath a tarp. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, yeah, it looked like a wet grocery sack with like two small marbles, and you're like, I don't know what the marbles in there, but it's just gross. So he leaves it like wide open. There's no like curtain there behind the magic curtain that he's doing his stuff. Or what? Or, no, he's not I, doing I, it in the lobby. It's like he's got a room for it. Right? No, no, no. He I could. Know that, he but does I mean, it so no, fast. no. I mean, like a curtain between you and him, no. so you don't. Oh, okay. You're gonna smell smoke, oh. which is the weirdest part of the vasectomy is the smoke smell. But it's ten minutes, and you walk out of there like that wasn't bad at all. But evidently, and he gave you the the keywords you need to listen to are no, you'll be fine. 
relax. <laughs> you'll be fine. No matter what, you'll be fine. So basically he was saying, this is going to hurt. I'm not going to go now. You should go. It's fine. You get a couple of days of sitting around uh, on a bag of ice. Big deal. You can't do much. And then uh, you're up and you're like, eh, it hurts a little bit. But you'd be like, Josh, it'd be like a week. Some guys have terrible. My friend uh, Brett Keir was texting me hourly. Has it hit you yet? Has it? It was the worst experience in my life, but I'm, I'm still glad I did it. Because he's, we call him Old Mother Hubbard. That dude had babies like uh, like a Mormon lady in a gangbang. I mean, he was just, it was one after another after another. But yeah, he, he texted me. He said it was the worst experience he'd ever had. And I'm like two hours in. I'm like, I'm, and he had me scared to death. I'm sitting there with the, just waiting, not moving. And he goes, just keep that for the first night's not bad. Next day you're going to feel it. And then, you're, trust me, it's going to be terrible. Like, all right, I don't know what to expect. Nothing. You'll be fine. It's one less breeder on this planet, and the news keeps coming out. We're going to have 9 billion people on the planet in a few years, up to 10 in the next 20 or 15 years. USA, we got to catch up to India. Man, and, and <laughs> yeah, the United States isn't overpopulated yet, except for in spots, and it just seems like we're just adding more people, which is the opposite of what we need. If people who are into global warming and, and the hottest temperatures ever recorded in the history of England, if they really cared, would sit back and start saying, more vasectomies, uh, less people. Cut back on fossil fuels and people. Yeah, yeah, cut back on people. That's the key. Tell religion they were wrong, all of them, and multiplying is not the answer. It's the opposite of the answer. Responsible childbirthing. Now, here's where that runs into a problem. Who's the judge and jury of that? Everybody right. thinks they can do it. Everybody thinks they can be a parent. I've met most of your kids. 10% of you are good at this. Most of you, I'm watching you just ruin your kid right in front of my eyes. Like, my God, there's, there goes a college degree. There goes, there goes what she should have been doing. And that one word that that guy just said to her just turned her into a lifetime waitress. She's never going to amount to anything because of today. Yeah. All the money in medicine. Yeah. I'm, We're I'm living longer. I watch. Hey. Oh, there she is. 558. Yeah. Yesterday was 555. I know. That's what we had listeners sitting and said, What did you get her? She was, she was so early. She was so yeah. early. It didn't matter. She ran in. Ski mask. I didn't see a, I didn't see a Starbucks today. No, I didn't either. So 558, 555. She's really been around the lakes. Averaging in right now about 557. That's good. She's going to rip somebody. There's no coffee this morning. Yeah, we'll go 556 five, and 30. See if she can keep that. that Week under six o'clock. She hasn't done it yet. Her best, her best week was average six exactly. Yeah. Last week she blew it on Friday when it came in at six oh six. She had some good. She she would have days. It. Yeah, she started the week so strong. Yeah, that was and the day then, she came in all dressed up though. Remember, she had the dress on and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, right. that payday. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. Probably, that was yeah. payday. Yeah. That was right. There you go. No, fr- yeah, she showed up late though, so she got really just smooth smooth trip yeah. for her check. When she likes to steal, <laughs> she likes to look good doing it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, good luck with your vasectomy. I'm very proud that you're doing it. And keep it. When's the day? Uh, September. Oh, you got to wait a month. Uh, yeah. That's, that, the, ooh, that's, that's, that's the rough. soonest point, too. Oh, you're iced. Yeah, like, yeah, you sit and wait and think about your balls all the time. You might. Don't pull out. What? I mean, you're wait, no, no, wait, wait, pull out. You're supposed to wait. Pull out. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't uh, bail on this operation. Just to, don't sit and fret over possible pains. Don't listen to Josh. Or just listen to guys like me. Uh, what are you talking about? I saw. I saw the. He had Barney in his pants yeah, no, when he showed us bad. those pictures. He went mean, to, he, and he's a ginger. He should. Get but he was movie. fine, yeah. right? No, he was complaining the entire time. He's happy he did it, but he also had three kids. Josh has, you know, he's he's hit his quota. Yeah. And the motivation is. Uh, 
you know, every time he comes home, there's miserable human beings all over the place, and he doesn't <laughs> want to add another one. It's a fact. Everybody, oh, the love that you feel. I'm like, yeah, all right. The love of a child, you'll John. Never, you'll never, yeah, you know, it sounds great. <laughs> you'll never have your house to yourself again. And now kids live at home until they're 30 because they're all so maladjusted. Meet, meeting teenage kids, they're like, this kid, he's not going to be ready for the world for another 10 years. I know 17-year-olds, I'm like, this one's done. I don't like, know, you, bro. You spent 17 years, and this thing's so messed up. It, it has to take the next 10 as a do-over. It's going to live here forever. Whatever, bro. Will you move, dick? i got to do my TikTok dance. <laughs> You're 17. <laughs> I've never seen you outside of a home. I don't go outside, bro. I'm going to be an eSports professional. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Big, big time. I think I know one person with a functioning teenager that makes sense to me. That isn't like 16, acts like it's nine. You know, I, everybody's kids that I'm, I talked to one of our sales ladies last night. And she goes, it's weird. Like my kids are almost uh, like they're like 22 and 18. Yeah. And she goes, but it's like having a 10 and 12 year old the way they act now compared to like us. She goes, I'm, I, I would have had to leave my house when I was 18 because my parents said, you're 18, you're an adult, you're out. She goes, I couldn't put the, it would be like kicking a puppy out of the house and just saying, well, go find the food. So they're still living in her house. Well, yeah. And one's in college. Oh. And just comes running back like I can't, I can't function. This is insanity. Just make the PB and J with the crust cut off and everything for yeah. him, or what? I mean, oh yeah, you still have that's pretty standard till twenty five. Still oh, about twenty twenty five until they can get their own rental car. <laughs> I got to talk, Doctor Lynn. Put me in now. <laughs> yeah, see, just get me in this morning. How I'm in the world? The show. Yeah, take your take your August, <laughs> take your last birthday with sperm because that's coming up here in a couple yeah. weeks. And see, just, I need it though. You need what? what? You need your sperm? I, mean, I need Kirby to stay there till thirty. Saves me money on a caretaker. You know? That's true. I don't think you need to worry about 30. <laughs> let's not go crazy. Okay, that's, 25. Yeah, <laughs> only 19. Okay. Let's, just, uh, let's just hope Kirby doesn't want to go out of state college. <laughs> Keep her in a community college for a year or two. Wipe daddy's ass. He'll be out the door by the next president. Make sure the hover round is rolling. <laughs> right. You're not getting a hover. Charged up. I will kill you before I see you in a hover round. That's not happening. <laughs> Let me answer the door here. Nope. Got to put a pillow over daddy's face. Pop, pop, lay down. Would you do that? Have my daughter take care of me? No, no, no. no. You oh. got to have your daughter take care of you. That's fine. I'm talking about have a hover around. Would you, if the doctor said, well, it's probably best for your joints, knees, ankles, and stuff that you don't stand up anymore, pig. Because that's what the doctor's thinking. Let's get you on a, on a, a moving house cycle. Well. I'd be out. The last year and a half i've seen my dad take to it pretty good take to it he's 90 he, he wants off the planet right. so bad he says so out he, loud at every i mean dinner. he'll get up and walk but you know once you have yeah. that thing it's like it's pretty sweet to scoot around oh yeah. man he don't have a hover around he's got a that's pathetic that you said that where's your <laughs> well i'm happy that he's okay with it because it's you know we don't um is he okay with it though no no he wants to die <laughs> like torp is happy with the end he said it to me, and I haven't seen him for a couple of years. Well, when I called him yesterday, I interrupted Blue Bloods. He was watching <laughs> he loves, that. They all love Blue Bloods. Bloods. Yeah, they love they, Blue Bloods. I always Blue wondered Blood. how that show stayed on the air. Man. It's them. It's, it's like Murder, <laughs> She Wrote, right? It's, it's, it's beyond and, Murder, yeah. She Wrote. It's Matlock and Murder, She Wrote had a baby, and they called it Blue Bloods. And old people were like, I think I love this. And it's the sta- standard line. You're watching Blue Bloods. Oh, is that Magnum P.I.? Yeah. 
You know, he was a Sigma Chi fraternity they, brother. They still call him Magnum, too. Yeah. The old lady that we know is like, oh, Blue Bloods, Magnum's in that. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's been 40 years since Magnum went off the air. <laughs> He's a fraternity brother, you know. Not really. He's in the fraternity. Or they go to, yeah. can he call him up and say, I need something, Tom? Oh, yeah. No, he Hey, can't. brother. You know, the police would arrive. There's some guy calling. He wants to bother Tom Selleck. But yeah, your dad. I think your dad's last words. Hey, it's good to see you, John. I'm like, well, good to see you too, Torp. And hopefully we do this again. And he goes, well, you never know. Any day now. <laughs> and I think he walked down the hall of this very building after saying any day now to me. And I'm like, well, there he goes. One of the finest gentlemen I'll ever know. And he's, he's Ronnie just, always tells the story when uh, the last time, it was about three years ago, he had a car. He was getting ready to buy a car. And he's like, oh, I think I'll lease it. And he's like, why are you leasing a car? Well, if I buy it. And I die. What's the point? We're stuck with this car. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I know, but point. he's like, but that's how his thing. He's oh, like, I'll lease him. Just turn it in. Go get one of those uh, Ferraris. Just start tooling around in that thing. Yeah, he's. But uh, hover around. The doctor told you, yeah, you're not going to walk normally again ever. That's a tough day. You get a hover. You, you can't stand. You, you, I don't you want can, you. Okay, but it's you. real risky. Standing up is like I a, don't think there's too many doctors that yeah. would. And there's been no, oh, they're all like that. There's no spinal cord injury or anything like that. It's just you're done. Uh, not for me. No, I'd wheel right over to the Mike Lindell's house and grab one of those my pillows and end it. <laughs> nah, I couldn't do the hover around. Unless they're like, you know, it's temporary. You're going to be back on your feet. I, I think it's from physical therapy. Because you see a few of the, like, you, you see the young athletes working and, you know, people who've had a couple surgeries and then you see, the heaven's waiting room. Hardest motivation ever. It's it's like the reverse oh. of trying to get your kid to be active. They won't do it. They won't. And they get to therapy, and they're like, ah, I'm not interested today. And they're like, oh, you're not feeling it today? No. And they get back on that death, that bike, that death bike. It's like a motorcycle gang going to heaven. And they're just leaving. Oh, I'm like, that is never going to happen to me. I can't do it. And you see some people in their 30s completely prideless, willing to go to malls or stores or whatever else, and first thing they look for is that chair to sit in to roll around. Like, what happened to you? Like, you know, if you walk the grocery store, it'd be good for you. I walk when I can. Just seeing that ankle meat droop over that crock. Because it's just so tight. First off, great band name, Ankle Meat. However, uh, if it is part of your descriptor, like if on your Tinder page it says ample ankle meat, you shouldn't have meat on your ankles. You might have, you might have cankles, a little bit of extra. But if you've got a if you've got a crease or a fold, Michelin like where your foot starts, your body's running out of room to put fat. Right. Like that lady on TV in the Six Hundred Pound Sisters that has a fat forehead. I mean, that's that's an attic of fat. It's like you're like, yeah, we'll just put it in her forehead where no fat cells live. Just try it. She's got a. It is a shelf. She has. Love handles on her eyebrows. She has a built-in visor. The that's sun the can't get to her pulls eyes. Pulls it out a little bit. And she's dating that skinny black Payton. guy. Yeah. Okay. They're she's still together? Yeah. I don't know, Brady. I'm not keeping up with that. They lost him a couple it, of years it ago. It makes me think of, well, he's still he's swimming in a fold somewhere. <laughs> Living the dream, player. I'm in a fat white woman's fat gut forever. And he wants to be Jonah. Just swallow me, girl. It's uh, it's it's repulsive. And again, all these things could be your kid. Oh, you could have one of the six hundred pound sisters. You could have one of those. And the next thing you know, you got TLC at your house, filming your oddity, 
and acting like they're being PC, but you've got some loony in your home that you're like, well, we got TV cameras here because my kid's so unique. Yeah, lie to yourself. Your kid's a freak show. It's the new PT Barnum. They call it the Learning Channel. I know. I'm getting messages here. I've, I had a vasectomy after I had two boys. I wish I had gotten it done before. Yeah, I've had people say that. Most wow. people hate their kids. I'm convinced this love of a child thing is just for show to convince. It's like when people say things to convince themselves it's the right thing. I have plenty of people. And I know one lady who says uh, she got her tubes tied after three, and she goes, I wish I'd have done it after two. I don't like the last one. <laughs> the last the demon one, child. Yeah, I hate the third one. I, I hate him. And then I appreciate when a parent recognizes their kid is horrible, or or will admit it, or lame, own up to it. We've or got just one kind of a, bad apple. Yeah, you've got a dope. You've got a you know my kid's kind of dumb. My friend Jim told me that years ago. I, he said, you know, my son is, and at the time, and I knew his kid since he was little. I said, my son just turned like twenty five. I'm like, no kidding. I'm like, how's he doing? Well, he got out of college, and I'm like, oh no kidding, he's doing well. And he goes, no. And he he was like the lead janitor at a high school or something. Oh, and I said, wow. I said, that's a departure. And he goes, well, I think that's his ceiling. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he's not one of the um, he's not one of the brighter ones. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And he goes, yeah, life's going life's gonna to be tough for him. He said, he's, he's kind of got it. He's, he's one of the blue collar guys. And I look around and I'm like, almost all of them are. And then you tell your kids they're not. Some, somewhere along the line, you just have to look at your kid and go, you're, gonna, you're a ditch digger. I, I have one. And that's good. We need those. Most most of these people are going to be nobodies. That's a great thing. Because the world only works with loads and loads of nobodies. It can't work with everybody being There's exceptional. There's only so many esports experts. Right. If you're <laughs> if everyone's exceptional, nothing's exceptional. You have to have people that much better than us average knobs. You hit your ceiling. <laughs> you're a knob. You're you're a kind of adult. My dad probably did tell people he didn't like me. I got the gay one. I don't know what's going on there. I'm sure he had talks with his Again, friends. the message to him is, whatever they're doing, be exceptional. Yeah. So if you're if you're gay, well, be you're, exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a ditch digger, yeah, if you're be gay, exceptional. Suck as many as you can is what Brady said. If you're gay, <laughs> be good at it. Chow down, sister. Be a player. Wink up. But you won't be exceptional. You'll probably be good enough. Exceptional is not just doing the job. And that's what most people can't accept. Yeah, you got to tell your kids, oh, you can, you can be exceptional. And then whisper to yourself, probably won't, because the ones who know are like, my kid is not exceptional. Toledo knew it with his son. Had a left-handed pitcher. Former pro pitchers are like, oh, my God, a young kid's got a curveball. He's a lefty. He's good at this. This is a career waiting to happen. And he looked at his dad, and he goes, I'm not interested in baseball. And Toledo's like, the only thing you're built to be exceptional at is that. Well, here we go. Oh, bro, bro, you don't understand me, bro. And that's most people. You look at your kid and you realize, okay, brace yourself. This one's going to be here for a while. And now Brett doesn't have to worry about it. And I'm damn proud of him. Although the pain that you're going to go through probably lasts till Halloween. <laughs> I guess it's better than 18 years. <laughs> yep. What would you rather take? Two months of misery or 22 years of cost, uh, you know, yeah, every other weekend, it's expensive. Ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hates your new girlfriend every couple because you're not keeping a relationship with that thing around. Nobody does. <laughs> they, they ruin every relationship I've ever known. We're gonna see him every two weeks. Oh, it's my weekend. How many times I've heard friends say, "Hey, do you want to go do this?" Crap. What's the matter? I can't. Why? 
It's my weekend with my kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hear that geez, almost that every other sucks. weekend. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, all right. Well, next time you guys go. I hear that one all the time, too. And it's always, and every time, next time we go, it always seems to be oh, the day the kids are there. I got Justin. You guys always do this. You're doing it on purpose. Hey, we're going to Vegas on Friday. You want to go? Oh, crap. I'm in. I'm bringing my daughter. <laughs> yeah, great. No, you're, you're not invited. That guy's never invited anywhere. Unless his daughter... It's her, you know, 18th birthday, and she's, you know, an Instagram influencer. Yeah, you bring your daughter. That's a good idea. That's right. A great idea. Because we can laugh at her while she's standing outside Javier's with her ring. Hang on! My ring light's still in the room. I'll be right back. But it's all over. Brett's getting his thing done. And he's a middle. Not a high and tight. Yeah. Not a low and sloppy. In the middle. I'm a goldfish. moderate pain. Bag with two goldfish in it. Dr. Lynn was actually happy for me. You'll have no problem. And he doesn't talk like that, but that's what I heard. You have no problem. Well, that's what I was expecting yeah. when I walked in. I was expecting <laughs> yeah. Mr. Chow from the hangover. And he's just totally, he sounds like, he just sounds like yep. us. He's you normal. Know, he's, yeah, normal but, talk. You, well, know, you want and, him to go, okay, put yeah, him down. Exactly. Let's do this. Yeah. But he doesn't. He's not, he's not the cartoonish, crazy no, no. Mr. Chow. But he's a great guy. And uh, he'll get you done. Like everybody else in this city. So Dr. Lynn at Sunrise Urology. You're welcome. Because, man, oh, man, we have got a laundry list. And I film it and then put it up there as a public service because if 40,000 guys looked at mine that day before they shut it down, and that's a ton of people to see it in a few hours, uh, then you can do this. And, and it motivated, like, I don't know how many. Women were saying, I'm going to show this to my husband because he's afraid. I don't think this will, I think this will, if Get you're on doing it. it, I think you'll be all right because he just watched you do it. And I'm scared to death of people. Grab them a nuts like most men. That's why I've been guarded against that my whole life. Uh, this guy got an email says, besides the living at home till 30, the other thing that grinds my gears out here is seeing a beautiful girl taking her man to work. Get a goddamn car. <laughs> Seen a cutie on the 10 this morning driving a loser to his job and his work clothes. Looks like somebody needs to save Hey, her. you got a DUI. Yeah, he that's needs, it. You know, yeah. every. This guy says, funny that can relate to that guy. Brett, Dr. Lynn is the best. I'd do this every year if I had to. (laughs) Get an annual vasectomy? Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, I had a vasectomy after I had two boys. I wish I'd have gotten that before. I didn't have a problem at all. I went back to work a couple days later. They preach to have your dog or cat spayed and neutered because we're overpopulation. Why not us? It's a good point. Great point. Got mine on Cinco de Mayo from your guy, Dr. Lynn. Super easy, fast, and the gas is great. Get the gas. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Josh had the gas. Yeah, they asked me, you want the gas? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And, and in your case, take everything because you're a worry work. Yeah. So take it all. Take the Valium, take the gas, maybe even a little, little weed before. I know you're not a weed guy. I'll head up our promotions department yeah. before I leave. Yeah, we'll just talk to anyone in the building yeah. at this point. Just go, <laughs> I need weed for a second. They'll do it. So... Congratulations. Damn it, I'm proud of you, kid. Brady still hasn't done his. Going around the loaded gun? No threat. It's a threat. On either side. Not even about pregnancy at this point, but your general health. There's no reason for you to be pumping that much tea. Let's slow her down a little bit. Start growing some boobs. It's better to have a vasectomy <laughs> for health. Oh, yeah. For you? 100%. Take, the more they take out of you, the better. <laughs> <laughs> You should be clipping pieces and parts of you anytime. Now. Get used to that gown. Anyway, nice job. Brad, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Uh, it's 617. Let's get us a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800 and do it right now. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Oh, God, here we go. 
hot, 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 And away we go. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Uh, it's 6.42 here in this uh, glorious day, this uh, morning. Did We didn't talk about the lady that came out of her coma, did we? I've been watching that story. Have you seen this? Lady yeah, in West Virginia? Yes. She's in West Virginia, and she was been in a coma for two years. She got attacked by a dude with a hatchet, like totally just oh, came man. out of machete head. They weren't sure. They just found her. They're like limited signs of life. They start. She wakes up. They started. She wakes her up. Out. Yeah, they, she wakes up and they start saying, and she just goes, Ugh, "My brother did this." They had, they had no idea who did but it. But you'll they, like this part on the, when they weren't sure if she was alive or not because all they could hear was the uh, death rattle. Yeah, she's <laughs> and they thought, "Up, oh, this she's is done." It. Yeah, her last breath. So, and, uh, like you said, she wakes up and says, uh, but, it's, but here's the deal. It's one, there were one word answers. And so he won't sign. Well, he's not, he's been told by lawyers not to say, sure, the coma lady just had, she might've dreamt it. They're going to come up with a plan. So immediately he got, you know, representation, which you do. But when the cops came and arrested him, he's like, well, all right. Hands behind his back, walked right in. Like he didn't go, what are you talking about? He wasn't surprised. Right. It's like, oh, she woke up, huh? Worst day of my life. Is that she woke up? I thought I finished her off. Next time I will. But they're you know, and they have to build a little more case because now she is up to saying um, two words, two or three words yeah. on answers when they ask her on the questions, and She's, it's a mess up. But what did you first think when you saw West Virginia brother sister? He's oh, that they're in love brother. and they're having yeah. a relationship, and, and it was she, a fallout. Yeah, they broke up, and I saw the interview with the mom. Oh, it's crazy. It's a great story, though, because the last thing you want when somebody... Like, you know, if somebody had secrets on you and stuff and they went into a coma, you'd kind of be happy. <laughs> like, think about it. Like, oh, man, that person knows a lot about me. Found out they're in a coma. Like, oh, that's too bad. And then you just hope they never wake up, because if they wake up, it might be the first thing they spew out. Oh, John Holmberg stole a billion dollars from that. Oh, no. But if you put them in the coma... You're just regretting that you didn't, you know, like, you were willing to kill them, but you comatose them. Then you start wandering around life going, if any, every day had to feel like the worst day ever when the alarm would go off. I'm like, I hope today's not the day she wakes up. So right now he doesn't have an attorney because he's refusing to sign any paperwork. Yeah, well, that's, then he's smart. Never sign. Even if you did it, never sign anything. You might be signing to the Kennedy assassination. You don't know. Never sign a thing. He's watched a lot of Blue Bloods. He's watched a lot of good TV. <laughs> Never sign anything. Even, I'm talking to you guilty people, never sign anything. There's a lot of unsolved cases out there. The cops are dying to get off the shelves. You start signing stuff, the next thing you know, you're on the hook for 20 or 30 different things you didn't even know you were part of. Yeah, you never sign a thing. Ever. So that guy's watched all the right television. Law and order. You sit back, and I always used to say that on NYPD Blue. Got to get him to sign this before he perps. Or before he lawyers up, this perp's got a lawyer up, and then they try to get in there. They did it in that show, Blackbird. Yep. When they get him to sign that confession before the lawyers get there, it's like get him to sign that. And they only got one. They wanted like fourteen. And they said it was under. Yeah. Now it's coerced. Under distress or whatever. Yeah, you can't. It's a forced confession. Oh, those are hilariously, you know. But that the lady coming out of coma. Two years. I know. And the first thing she's thinking about is, I gotta rat this dude out. You'd rat that out, wouldn't you? You wouldn't rat a guy who comatosed you? Yeah, I guess. Your, you sister, so me. Italian. Your sister came after you with a hatchet. 
You're so Italian. I just, uh, no, I wouldn't rat anybody out. I'd have it taken care of, though. Ah, oh, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. So even coming out of the coma, it's like, I got nothing to say. Yeah, I got nothing to say. Even anything to say for two years. Who did this to you? I'll handle it. We have our own justice system. It doesn't look like you're going to be walking. Don't worry about it. When I can string together a couple sentences, it's not going to be a problem. I don't mean nothing. I'm just Remember saying. when Junior shot Tony? Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything, but he, you know, they started talking about hitting Junior. That, that's him. Even though he's not connected. I know. <laughs> he still lives by the creed. Damn right. It's the only way. The kosher Nostra. No, it's no. not the kosher. Nostra. I think that's right. It's no. the kosher Nostra. That, that's Larry. Oh, that's Bingo. delicious. Larry's in the kosher Nostra. <laughs> yeah, you, it's the life. You live it. That's good. Uh, we always give women trouble uh, for filtering their photos and everything else. I like what uh, Kara has. She emailed me and she came up with a new thing. And I haven't heard it yet. Maybe it's been around, but I haven't heard of it yet. She calls it hat fishing. Now, we talk about women and their overhead shots yeah. that protect them from their bulbous waist. It's a waist. better angle. Oh, man. It's, a great, it's a great angle. Filtered photos. Uh, the lip flip thing that's going on on cameras that make a girl look like she's actually got a mouth and then you meet her and it looks like she's got two gummy worms for a, for a mouth and it's not normal or the, they're overblown. Uh, and that's, you know, all guys are like, you know, a friend of mine that I always talk about that dates on Bumble two, two girls a week because he can't land one. But they're all, all the pictures and the girls that show up aren't the same. And we've seen plenty of that on the Internet. She said hat fishing. Is the deal. She says, uh, you discuss women and their filtered pictures, John, and I agree it's a problem. It's huge. And I, for one, do not filter my photos. I'm currently on Bumble, and I don't know why it's so hard to meet someone organically these days. But anyway, I'm telling you about hat fishing. It's real. Absolutely shocking what a hat can mask. The shape and size of some lumpy-headed woof. Uh, Clearly masking hair loss, but I'm with you. If you've got that going on, shave it off. But the hat covers up a lumpy bald head, a mess. Uh, some of the stuff they're hiding under there is terrifying. Horrible hot hair piece. You talk to a lot of dudes. Let's talk uh, right now to the dudes listening. Quit with hat fishing. Signed, very non-racist Kara. And you'll remember Kara, though, oh, was a racist. That's just going to ask if that was not the same, same one. one. No, okay. she's not that kind. This is a good Kara. And Brett wears a hat. Well, and that's just to it. cover yeah, up beautiful profile, hair. And, uh, and you'd have some hat shots, but you'd have them without. Too. Well, yeah. yeah. Anytime I'm out, like anytime we go out for Operation Hydration or something, got to see the hair, man. Got to see the yeah. hair. And I'm like, why are you wearing a hat? And I'm like, because yeah. I don't get ready at five in the morning for these knobs every morning. No, forget that. <laughs> what? You don't? <laughs> but also, you wear it all the time. Yeah. You like your hat. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You like the but look. But it's hat yeah. fishing. Now, now, and I agree with it, because I used to wear a hat all the time, yeah. so I didn't have to manufacture hair. Right. Because my hair was a disaster. I looked like a troll doll on the end of a pencil. And then when I just said that's enough and started to shave it off, I still wore the hat because my dad told me I looked like I had AIDS. So it was really <laughs> tough for me to like like get used to having... And I've got a good shaped head. I'm lucky to have a non-lumpy, yeah. crazy... I had a lump on it. I got that taken off. But like I got a decent... Like you look at your shadow and I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah, you good. see some guys with those heads, and it looks like it looks like something from Alien. Alienation. You know, they got that thing in the back, yeah. or it's flat on yeah. top, or there's bubbles and weird stuff. Yeah, I'm lucky to have it. So it, it took me a little time to get used to not, you know, constantly having a hat to cover. I would have been a hat fisher. I would have been a guy who's like the best way I can be in a photo is in a hat. I liked having hats; it made me comfortable. But hat fishing—that's good. Girls make a good point there. That dudes do that. I saw a guy with the worst toupee I've ever seen in my life. He must have been. Mid-60s, late-60s, 
And he still tried to be like, uh, you know, 1960s beach blanket bingo blonde. He's like Tab <laughs> Hunter walking around the Hillstone. And I'm like, this thing. And it's down to his eyebrows and the sides thick. And then it gets real thin by his ear. And I'm like, man, you're making a fool of yourself with that thing. I tease Dale Hellestray all the time. I'm like, uh, I said, I, I, we were golfing the other day. And I said, hit this putt and I'll pay for the rest of your hair restoration. And, and I just, he just goes, shut the f*** up. <laughs> He's had it. But, you know, the hair restoration, the... I mean, look at John Jay and Rich, for God's sakes. What happened there? Yeah. What's going on with her hair? And that's better? I saw so him when he had to wear a hat for uh, I Rich like, for, like for Rich. two weeks. I told Rich. I'm like, like, you're I'm fine, bald. What's yeah. going on? And, and, and now he doesn't talk to me that often. As <laughs> hell is... His hair is horrifying. Is Hell Straight going the Passmore route with the plugs and everything? He, he did it early on. Yeah, look, okay. I told Dale, I'm like, whatever you did didn't take. I didn't do anything. I'm like, you did too. Nobody grows a picket fence of hair. <laughs> he was in the alpha program. Yeah, you you had the very few like, would you like to be the guinea pig for this operation? Okay. It's like it was a Dallas Cowboys 10% special that anybody that wants to try this can do it. And Dale got there a line two, of hair. Uh, Two farmers on the top of his head sowing seeds. Yeah, and, and then, and then they the both died, and nobody took care of the farm. <laughs> but he's six six, so it's rare that anybody sees from the top down. But now he has to sit down all the time because his knees hurt. So I'm standing over his head golfing the other day. I'm like, look at this patch of nothing. I'm like, you need like iron oxide, and like you need a whole bunch of stuff to grow. The patches are horrible. You have a female dog peeing on your head because there's a bunch of brown spots. <laughs> He should carve it out one day in October and have a haunted maze. <laughs> yeah, for the kids. That's yeah. a good idea. So welcome to Dale Hillary's Pumpkin Path. Kids get in free. But the bad thing about his his, uh, his hidden maze is it's so thin you could see through to the other side. There's not a lot going on. But yeah, there's uh, hat fishing is very real. And uh, guys, we need to know about it. We got we're trying to figure out girls all the time. Bumble guys. One just told us, hey, the hat, the hats aren't cutting it. Yeah. That's a We've that's known true. that. Though. I know. Guys know that but about hats. we act like it's cool. Yeah. You're just hoping you get over. I remember when Larry got on that dating site, and then uh, the girl that worked here, Beth, said, you got to lose the hat on the thing. No girl's going to, you're hiding something. And I'm like, I think he looks good in the hat. Didn't ever register to me that girls look at that as like, oh, all right, hiding. Because they hate bald, Brady. You know that. I can't stand it. Like, deep down, you watch yeah. every Seinfeld episode, and Everything Elaine says is like, oh, he's bald. And then George puts his head down. She goes, I'm sorry. It's true. And George, I know. Like, it's, not, it's not a feature that women you know, love. It's recently come into fashion. With, but you got to look like Jason Statham or The Rock to have it matter. Yep. I, neither of us do. We're just bald guys. It's not a good thing. Like, I'm bald. Nobody ever. Remember when they used to say tall, dark, and handsome? Nobody ever said short, ponchy, yes, and bald. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah Brett, Brett's got th- two of the three of those. <laughs> He's got hair. Dark. Like, not, you know, suspect, but you're definitely uh, olive skin. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's strange. But, yeah, so I didn't know that. Hat fishing is a thing, and the ladies are letting us know. So, guys, if you've got a Bumble account, Kara says she skips past you if you're a hat fisher. I didn't even think about that, but, uh, yeah, makes sense. Of course it makes sense. If you saw a chick in a hat, you'd think it was hot. If she took it off and she was bald, you'd be wildly upset. Yeah. I wonder how many dudes are out there actually filtering their faces and stuff, too, like some oh. of these broads that are out Depends there. Depends on uh, a lot. what uh, they're going after. Yeah, there's a lot on the profiles. There's a lot of guys that filter. It's a new... Well, because it's a... You know, for a while there, we had in the early 2000s the queer eye thing that turned everybody metrosexual. 
And I think out of that came more of a, I have to be pretty. Even though the Metro thing's kind of gone the way of just fashionable now. You're not as, it's not, because it's not cool to say the shirt's gay. Like there are gay clothes and there are straight clothes. Now there's just fashion. So I think there's a lot of filtering that's going on. I filtered my face for a joke, but I can't stop doing it. Like if I ever had plastic surgery, it would be never ending because it gets funnier and funnier. MLB The Show, when they used to let you build a guy. I'd always make him normal looking, and then I'd be like, what would he look like with humongous ears? And then I'd make huge ears. And then the best thing was I made a dude who you could see his jaw from behind. <laughs> like, he was Quagmire on steroids. Yeah. And it was the ugliest baseball player ever. And I would laugh because they, they, you, you were allowed to make a human being. And I made this weirdo. And I'm like, if I had access to surgery, this is where I'd go because it's funnier than what I've got. My, my, I'm boring. But if I could have, like, like I think what John Jay's doing is hilarious. And I think it's great. It's the funniest thing about his show is this, <laughs> whatever he's doing with that that uh, funny mirror he's got at his house. Uh, don't get me wrong, John Jay. I'm an ugly man. But I wouldn't pay to be ugly. I don't understand what you why carve it up. I'd do it for the laughs. And I have to imagine that's what he's doing. I would make it like that Rob Lowe character from the Liberace movie where I pull my face so tight my eyes don't blink anymore. I sleep with my eyes kind of half open. I find it hysterical. But, uh, yeah. I've seen a couple of those botched. With men? Yeah. yeah. Well, is that a new picture in. or is that an old picture? Of him? Yeah. I don't know. That's an that's, old picture. That's filtered. Heavily filtered. I don't know. He's just done a lot of work. Hey, good on him. Makes him more comfortable, that's fine. But, man, oh, man. It's a lot. Here's his, here's his Instagram. I want to do it for the laughs. Everybody keeps talking me out of it, but how funny would it be if I just froze this thing? Oh, yeah. That's him hanging out with Devin Booker. He hobnobs. He's a hobnobber. I can't imagine trying that hard. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There, there we go. That's that, that is a filter there. <laughs> is this face no. is glowing. I don't know. Well, I think that's the burns. So much that's it puts micro. the look at that. eyebrows up. I don't know. That <laughs> looks filtered. Burns. That's that that's abrasion. Micro abrasion. Oh, really? I think he just got his face torched oh, by a laser. Oh, my God. Don't look, Marion. <laughs> don't look. That's exactly right. <laughs> if Hunt or if uh, Indy saw him, he would. If Indy was in a restaurant with Marion and he looked over and saw Johnny, don't look at him, Marion. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say every time I see him now. He won't get it. <laughs> hey, Rich. Hey, oh, don't look at him, Megan. <laughs> what is it? Just look away. Oh, little Nazi starts melting. <laughs> Whatever happens. Whatever happens, don't look at him, Marion. If you meet John Jay out in the streets, please scream that at him and then say, Brett, just say Brett. I don't want to get into a big thing with him. Brett from Holmberg Show says never to look at you. Your face will melt like a Nazi. <laughs> don't look at him, Marion. That's hilarious. And true. Tie yourself to a pole and don't look. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes closed. As hard as it is, you're going to want to look. It's like seeing a dugong walking around. It's like, what's going on? You shouldn't be in the water. Don't look at him, Marion. That's glorious. Keep that alive. Yeah. But yeah, hat fishing, filtering, it's all silly. It's all just like silly. Just be ugly like me. Accept it. It takes some time. Sure. But once you're kind of like, you know what, I embrace this. You start looking in the mirror a little differently. Man, oh man, that is pretty awkward looking. Anyway, let's go put it in public. And then you wander around with it. 
Thank God I don't have to put a profile together. Right. And if I did, I'd be like, this is not an... Look, the pictures are a bad thing for me. Get to know me. You're going to have a good time. But, I mean, there I am, like, bald, hairless, irregular-shaped head, face. Uh, And then I got to write on the thing. Great personality, which isn't altogether true. It depends on you. Yeah. <laughs> I get right, your fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a great personality. To people I don't like. Personalities don't always mesh. No, I'm. I'm a dick to people I don't care for because why would I try to charm them? Otherwise, indelible charm. If I like you, I'm charming as can be. But yeah, nobody's nobody's got a great personality to ever. You can't write that. Not, it depends on the person. Got a great personality. Well, what if I don't like that person? Then I'm going to put my worst foot forward. Not the person hanging around me all the time. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Good luck in the dating world. Another high five. No. Didn't. Go the route of prostitutes, like a couple of my friends, and they're they're done. <laughs> they tried the dating thing. The tried escorts. It all the uh, out the easy lease. What did Matt Reif call them? The uh, the parties that he goes. Oh, to? Oh yeah, I forget yeah. what they called them. Like, they're the atmosphere girls. But yeah. yeah they basically show up and yeah. they're like, I'm here for the same thing. Yep. Yeah, if you ever had There's to go. payoff on both sides. I can't imagine trying to date anybody in the world <laughs> at all. Like, just ugh, the way you have to find them. No. I got a buddy of mine who's got. And it's that OnlyFans thing. These girls that are begging for money without having to do anything understand where their bread's buttered. It's it's the it's the route of the future for older gentlemen because you're not going to get a ring light nah. <laughs> unless you're John Dick. Get a ring light and start taking pictures of yourself with that, and then show up all crusty and sandblasted. And I have seen it a couple of times at Best Buy. There's that section for influencers. Yeah, the influencer aisle. Oh, it's all yeah, the influencer all aisle. The, all the oh, yeah, it's got oh, the gear. Yeah, it's got a know. ring light. It's got the got attachments for your phone yep. to make a ring Tripods, light. Tripods, yeah. everything. Yeah, so you can I do see. the TikTok dances or you can sell yeah. products that you got for free. I thought probably a college-age girl pull some stuff out of that section the yeah. other day. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's yeah. a real thing. It just doesn't make sense to anybody else. There used to be like a process, and now you can just do it yourself. Yeah. And if it sticks, it sticks. Yeah. Ready-made PR. It's, yeah. the equi- it's the equivalent of guys that used to sing on the streets making yeah. it. You know? Yeah. It's, they're just standing out there singing songs. I'm like, shouldn't you be in a bar or doing something? No. Are you trying harder somewhere else? Yeah, shouldn't be shouldn't be like diligently working in a basement and writing great songs. Like you, you always talk about Marty. Imagine Marty not setting foot in a bar once, yeah, and just being out on the street, just standing be on there the, one yeah, day, sitting in that, away. that tunnel between uh, the Esplanade and the Biltmore because <laughs> yes. the acoustics yes. are incredible. There's yes. a guy who plays a guitar in there. I've actually stood and stared at him and watched him. Like you're great, but you're never gonna make it in a tunnel. You're in a tunnel, only in the tunnel. You never know what record producers coming through. Yeah, dude. You know the odds of that? You just once you just stand, try to get struck by lightning, it's going to happen faster. But now, just online yelling at everybody, you know, maybe somebody will figure it out. So get a ring light. You got to look prettier than you actually are. And speaking of looking prettier than he is, I got to I got to say Chris Berman's finally sort of embraced his baldness. But I sent you guys that picture. He's giant. He's seventeen times uh, the size of a Tim Kirk gym. But well, they, you know that Kirkjian used to interview people on the top steps yeah. of the dugout. Oh, he's tiny. He, he would, yeah. He but would, he that fits way, in Berman's the shot, he pocket. Head head. They had shots yeah. of him last night at the home run derby, sitting next to Chris Berman and Carl Ravitch. Yep. And and Berman looks like Ravitch Shrek. I couldn't believe that picture when you sent it. 
Well, well, it's got to be an illusion. Buster Olney is short, too, and him and Kirkchin together is holding like know, six foot. I know Chris Berman's a big dude, but this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. this looks like mini mini mites. It's part angle, but that's Has exactly how it is. They took the mothballs off of Chris and had him come back and do the thing. Has to. It's he didn't, influencer angles. That's what it is. Yeah, that might be it. Maybe it's maybe <laughs> it thank me, Chris. Bigger. Chris said, you know, I really need you guys to make me look a little larger. Yeah, no, I can't stand next to Tim Kirkchin and not have him look like a Lilliputian. But yeah, he's on it, and it's the. They don't even let him do the home run derby. He comes out and talks about past ones. He's like a historian of the home run derby. Now ESPN treats Chris Berman like they must have a lifetime contract. They have to roll him out sometimes, and he's got so little pride that he's like, "I'll do it." It's sad. Like, oh, remember remember Chris Berman when we used to like him here at ESPN? Well, we're forced to have him on every once in a while. And you used to do the home run derby. I tried it there for 18 years. And, 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 and as I did it, you know, I developed a great call to back, 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 back. And, uh, and then three years ago, they basically said, you can't be part of it anymore. You, you make people uh, annoyed. And, but they he's still the roll him out. Just let like him go. Big Daddy Don Garlic's the day that we saw him, that guy, fans come up to him. Oh. Loved you oh. when you were relevant. Loved you back in the day when you were relevant. That one guy said, man, when you meant something to this sport, and Big Daddy, deaf is, you know, he's been hanging around jet fuel cars. <laughs> what? Screaming at guys. <laughs> what? Back when you were relevant, sir. What a time. Huh? <laughs> and I'm standing next to the great Big Daddy Don Garlitz going, these people are horrible oh to their legend, their hero. And all he did was bitch. These pussies. Yeah. Back in the day, we just hit the gas pedal and we went looking to measure. Checking the track. Checking the, the track temperatures and they yeah, punch it. Yeah, you just hit it. You just hit it and you go. And then we'd all laugh. It's from the mouth of the great Big Daddy Don Garlitz, who is completely, by the way, irrelevant. And he knows it. Can you, I get a picture with yeah, you? He yeah. asked for a picture after that. You too. guys remind me constantly of how irrelevant I am. But yeah. But Chris Berman got rolled out for the Derby last. You know, I'd like. I'd really like to call. A couple of these tonight. Back, back all the way to the Hollywood sign. Yeah, that one's out. All right, thanks, Chris. Well, just one? Yeah, you got to go. You drive people <laughs> nuts. <laughs> and that's exactly what you do. Well, it was an interesting home run derby because they had a kid making under a million dollars somehow. Yep. Versus a guy who just turned down $433 million yep. in the finals. Big and, disparity. And? But where am I going to be in two years? Exactly. Staring down $400 million. The Mariners kid. What's his name? Rodriguez? Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Had he won the home run derby, would have gotten a bonus check bigger than his entire salary. But he did it. And the kid who just turned out 433 Soto. 20, what was it, 23 versus 20 years old? Something yeah. like that? Yep. The future is is in good hands. It's too bad the sports stinks. Uh, but yeah, jacked out a ton of those things. And this poor kid's got Albert Pujols, who's got a trillion dollars, and he's just staring down. How about Pujols taking down Schwarber? Pretty good. It's a decent, it's a decent derby. I didn't watch the details of it. They've done it, and you know what? I really like baseball's talking about doing, and they're going to do it in the All Star game. And I hope this because extra innings are awful. Uh, is if it goes extras, you have a home run derby. Yeah, get rid of the goddamn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be. That is good. You have extra innings, you get a home run derby. That way, you don't have twenty pitching changes and all of a sudden it's a good idea. Half the squad showered up anyway, at least on the pitching side. Well, in the All Star game, but in regular game, yeah, do it all the time. Like hockey went to the shootout. Yeah. Play one extra inning, the tenth. If it's still tied, we go to a, a home run. A dude. shootout. I went to a Cubs Diamondbacks game a few years ago, and if it weren't for the people around us, I would have had a miserable time. It was three to three, but that was I, I, what was it? No, it was like one one through nine, 
And then two runs on the board, and then the, the Diamondbacks tied it. I'm like, in the 15th inning, I left. I'm like, I, I got to go home. Like, I can't sit through this anymore. 19-inning game in the kingdom is the longest game I've it's ever been brutal. to. It's brutal. I was younger then, but. Yeah, and if it's, you know, again, it's just, it was ineptitude. Nobody could hit that day. Everybody, it was just an easy game. And the pitches were, you know, everybody's working the count to 10 pitches. I'm like, this is the worst event I've ever been to in my life. And it was also the second to last episode of Game of Thrones. So I had to get home at a certain time. But 15 innings. The game started at like 1, and we were there until 5.30. And it wasn't over yet. And that was going fast because there weren't a lot of runs. I'm like, this is brutal. So if that had gone to a home run derby, that would have been great. The Yankees will never lose. So how are they talking to do on the home run derby? They get three players, and each of them get, I think, three or five pitches. And then you put them out. So are, do they have a softball pitcher out there then throwing them? I don't know if it's BP. Oh, yeah, I think it's BP. I think it's basically okay. one guy throws to everybody. Oh, okay, all right. For, you know, and your guy. You can have your BP and then that guy. Oh, so, okay, all right. Yeah. So it's not the other team's closer and whoever that's hits home run. No. Okay. no, 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 you can't. That's not a home run derby. That's okay. just an at-bat. That well, I didn't, well, it's <laughs> that like, would be awful. Well, it's like what Toledo was saying. I can't stand the new ghost man on second. Terrible. Like, it's just terrible. Yeah. Ridiculous. They've monkeyed around with baseball so much that you're like, oh, the traditions are still like, nah, you've screwed up. You've screwed it up. Yeah. You, you put ghost runners out there, and now we're now we're playing wiffle ball in the backyard. Now you've really messed with the stats. Yeah. Let's go with the fun. And it's a statistics-based yep. game. So you're throwing, but the RBI doesn't count, and the run does, but this doesn't. It's like okay, nobody knows how to keep score anymore. Go to the go to the home run derby. I think that would be fun. And Chris Berman has to get <laughs> mothballs, and then bring him up. Right, try for another extra innings home run derby. And here I am, Mike Trout coming at you. Get back, 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 all the way to Pasadena. That Calling was my... it from a cedar closet. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, he sits there so moths don't eat him. Live from my cedar closet because that is the best place to have me. It's the Home Run Derby. I'm Chris Berman, and yes, I sand these walls regularly to keep the smell alive. <laughs> you know, that cedar closet is where I lost two Armani suits. I only had Did two work. suits. No, Moss ate it. I didn't know it. I was at a. I was hosting the first Firefighters Ball. Wandering around. Da, 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 da. Broke out the nice suit. Is that the one with the tags? No, that was the, that was the was next the year because I didn't have a suit right. anymore. I got eaten up. Right. And uh, Megan brushed my leg. It started sloughing. <laughs> it opened. <laughs> ah, what'd you do? I don't know. I thought something was on your leg. Little, looked like little black dots. They had rotted the like it. My leg was like I got a big hole, and luckily it was right where the pocket was, so it could make it look okay for a little bit and pull the coat down. And then, sure enough, she's like, "Your back has all the dots too." I'm like, "This thing is, I'm like one breeze goes <laughs> oh, through. I'm a dandelion." <laughs> <laughs> He's naked. Ah. It's the new mesh blazer. And I'm like, what the hell? We have that cedar closet. I, and then I read online, you got to sand that thing like every eight months to make kids moss will eat everything. Like, if it's not sanded, they love it in there. Stupid 1954 house. And then I bought it, and they're like, it's got a cedar closet. I'm like, what's that? You put your stuff in there, and moss don't eat it. I'm like, how cool. All right, I'll put a whole bunch of important things in. It's sawdust. All my clothes are sawdust in that cedar closet. I'm not going in there and sanding that either. I clean the closet. So now I just put things I never wear in it. Like, have at it, moths. You're doing me a favor at this point. But yeah, uh, Chris Berman live from the Cedar Closet is a great idea. And when Fr- Frank and I did the podcast, we, before John Gruden got in trouble for uh, making right. lips tires, right. uh, we did, uh, remember it was uh, the Berminians yep. and the Rise of Gruden. Yep. And we tried to do a cartoon on it. We couldn't get somebody to draw it, but 
Because the minions and Berman are the same thing. The Berminion. The two of you trying to open the podcast for five minutes. Somebody just listening to that. Hey, man. Come on there, Berminions. (laughs) Then it just turned into a Sandler character, and we hated it. But yeah, Berman coming out last night was, uh, it's not nostalgic anymore. And I realized, and I don't know if that's. Did you text Frank at all during that? No. I was watching Better Call Saul. I just flipped over and like, oh, Jesus. It's nostalgia when you want it. I just discovered that recently. It's nostalgia when you want it, and when you don't, it's awful. And Indiana Jones taught me that. It's nostalgia when you see Indy. Oh, Indy. When you make him do stuff, it's awful. It's abuse. Chris Berman. Leave him wanting more. A picture of Chris Berman. You're like, oh, those were the days. You know, and a blitz. And it felt prime time. You're like, you remember, you remember the good stuff. When he starts doing new stuff, you're like, ah, yeah, put him back. <laughs> so it's nostalgia until you don't want it anymore. And Indiana Jones is that. And they keep talking about another one. And he's 80. And I don't want to pass the torch to a new Indiana Jones. Like Top Gun, I think, was one of the few things where we wanted it. And then they kind of delivered. The Top Gun. Seen it. Was it good? I haven't seen it either, but I like from everything I've read. Delivered, yeah. yeah everybody it was, it was entertaining. It was very entertaining because yeah, they sure. they mm-hmm. tapped into the nostalgia and then said, "We're going to make these guys do new stuff." Even though you're going to see all the old stuff, and it will hit the fifty year old ladies right in the puss. <laughs> that's a '30s reference to a face because that's really who that movie was for: is fifty year old ladies to see that that dump husband. It's just, it's been a lack of effort. It's not anything about his low T or anything else. Tom Cruise proves every time he takes his shirt off that if you tried, it, you're by, oh, my metabolism slowed down. It's impossible to have a nice body. Man. No, it's not. You're, you're just being, you're just lying to yourself. Just like ladies do. You get older and you can't work out. It's like, yeah, all right. Explain uh, Denise Austin and her daughter yesterday walking on that runway. They couldn't stop showing that on TMZ. Her daughter's in Sports Illustrated. Denise Austin is 64. She looks like she's 28. Oh, that's plastic surgery. All right, get on it then, because it works. But yeah, so uh, that's who that movie's for. But then the nostalgia kicks in, and you're like, I think I like this. Like this, I haven't had this for a while. If they do another one, you don't want nostalgia. I think they're going to do another one, but I think it's going to be it's going to be the new, new character, and you don't want that. Tom will show up for a minute. That's not nostalgia anymore. Now you're just playing with me. Now you're just now you're just messing with my emotions. It's like a, an ex girlfriend you never got over coming back and occasionally just touching your balls. Yeah, she never finishes. But you're like, oh, I remember when you said, okay, she's leaving. She's leaving again, and then you just go through the heartache again of aging. But Berman makes me feel sad now, and that's different than nostalgia. Just show me pictures or clips of the olden days. Big Daddy Don Garlic when he was relevant. Don't drag out the new one, because then I see the horrors of aging, and I hear a guy show him. We can wave. There he is. Inevitably, and it's happened every time, you drag old broadcasters out, and they they stumble over something and say gay or the N-word accidentally, because they're from that time. It's a different time. He hasn't really gone away too much. Yeah. 100%. ESPN doesn't let him on TV anymore. But that three-minute... it, it seems like there's, he's During doing football? something to no, it. No, he didn't do that. It's on ESPN Plus. You have to buy on the it. Plus. Yeah, you have to go online to find like it. Like I said, I mean, I, I've never felt like, oh, I've never seen Berman anymore. You're not watching. Version. He doesn't do Sports Center anymore. He doesn't do the NFL primetime. He doesn't do the morning countdown. He doesn't do any of the shows. He's not a host of anything. He has vignettes 
because he's got some lifetime contract with He's him. a TikToker, basically. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. He shows up once every three months and does a yeah. thing during the football season. He And Tom Jackson, for people who still kind of want to. And Tommy. it's zero. There's nothing getting that. Or if it was a big deal, they'd put it on the network. Like, eh, put Berman on there. You got to find places to hide him. They rolled him out last night to stand next to Tim Kirchner just to be a monster. Hey, that's good for you. And then I'm going to go back in my coffin and kill. I am summoned again by the netherworld. Thank you very much. When they bring me out, when I'm conjured back into the ESPN student, he's bitter about it. He's made statements in the past about, like, oh, they don't want me there. I'm not allowed on set anymore. I'm not allowed to be up there because he wants to be on TV. He still wants to be the, you know, the face of the network. He is not that. Amazon's past. Any of the newer? Well, oh, Amazon's well, not taking him. No, I know. Yeah, I no, nobody's going away. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, what movie nostalgia thing from the '80s or '90s? Do we want another one? Poltergeist. No, they made three of them or four. No, the original. You don't want another Poltergeist? No, they, they bring Craig T. Nelson back. No, no. What's that? Is the most vanilla. <laughs> Man, he fired that one yeah, off. Yeah, you quick, have been though. dying for a new Poltergeist. <laughs> Ever since Coach went off the air, he's been a little bitter about yeah, it. Yeah, that one ready. <laughs> really? Sure. That's your first. Like, can't wait for the remake. Didn't they yeah. remake it? I think they did. I don't think so. I think they did. I know they did Firestarter. Firestarter That's was the most recent. The most toast answer you can give. Poltergeist said what I said. Yeah, I know, and they made extras and they burned it out to the point where nobody wanted any more except Alita. This wasn't the second one they were in some high-rise apartment or something like that, or was that the yeah, third one? Yeah, they were one? downtown. Yeah, something. and then they had that weird gardener in that one. And, yeah. yeah. Poltergeist? I think E.T. would be the one I'd go with, because I'm a normal person. That's the one where I think if they brought him back, the world would go nuts. Yeah, you could probably... I think that's you break out a new ET movie, and I think the world would go crazy. I think everybody in that movie needs a job, so they'd they'd all come back. D. Wallace, Harry Thomas, C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, yeah. none of them. I mean, the one kid did okay because he was in like Gangs of New York and a couple other movies you don't even know. Henry Thomas. But he just kind of middled around with the rest of them. They were talking about bringing the Goonies back, too, for another. That's another one. That's a maybe. I don't know. Adult Goonies? Because it's very Stranger Things. But then you're stuck with Feldman again. Here's one that'll hit you in the heart. (laughs) I mean, no. Kill him. Oh, they've done those, though. That's, that's, they haven't no. done a Sandlot remake. Yeah, they did a second one, though. What? Yeah, Yeah, it was a Sandlot, too. Yeah, it was like a right-to-video thing. And they wrecked it. Yeah, I didn't even bother. Yeah, it's tough. But with, Sandlot's amazing. It's tough with kids' movies where they were doing kids' stuff because if they're adults and then you just make it yeah. Sandlot Junior, like Stand by Me, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you don't care about what happened to him later. You want the same thing. Yeah, the Goonies gang could maybe work. Goonies might be a thing. I don't know. Whatever was a yeah. one and done. And you're stuck with Fat Sean Aston. And you're stuck <laughs> well, with but Feldman. It could, it could be their kids. <laughs> so it's mean? basically Lord of the Rings now with monsters. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. Yeah. But, they did make another Poltergeist. I don't know if it's the same premise or not, but 2015. Yeah, they, I remember them redoing it. Nobody wanted to see it. Remember when they brought back Dirty Dancing? And everybody was like, oh, this is going to be great. And everybody was like, I don't want to see Dirty Dancing. It wasn't very good in the first place. Then they do Dirty Dancing like Havana, Havana Nights. Nights. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Havana Nights. Like, this is dumb. Nostalgia's dangerous. It's very, it's like, it, it needs to be in short the doses. The space ones maybe to update or, I don't know, like a Close Encounters or. No way. Let, like it, let it live. That's man. classic. Yeah, but and, in that same vein, ET. You can't. You well, it's not for the special e. effects. ET was relationships. 
E.T. was more than right, but a movie about you, like spaceships. Like Michael Bay, and he'll, he'll oh, over-stylize I'm it. I'm not saying they can't ruin it. I'm saying that the world would flock to it. Like, immediately, E.T. would draw everybody back in the same way Top Gun did. Havana Nights? Everybody's like, I'll just stick with the original. I'm not going to go too crazy. Like, there's no... Uh, E.T. would blow everything out of the water. It would be a billion-dollar movie immediately. Worldwide. Because that was about love. That one hit home with everyone. Like, about lost love and, you know... It was, it was less about the alien. It just happened to be that the alien represented the most love you can have. Like, I was excited when they brought Miami Vice to the big screen. Like, oh, it's going to be great. And then it was terrible. Because I loved the TV show yeah. back in the day. But then you realized you were a dumb kid. Pretty much. And, and now I watch it back and I'm like, yeah, it's not that. Yeah. You and your mom like Miami Vice. Because you didn't realize how, I hate to say this to you, but you didn't realize how wet your mom was getting to sit behind you while you were enjoying <laughs> Watching Don talk. Johnson. Yeah. Your mom was soaked. Yeah, you say Don Johnson, but things she didn't like to talk about was it was both of them. No, she wasn't after tubs. <laughs> maybe. In your family, maybe not. But I think deep down there was some taboo uh, thoughts going on in mom's head when, when Miami Vice was going on. And Don Johnson wasn't on the screen. Your mom's still like, what's going on? Am I sitting in a popsicle? <laughs> Actually, you know one I would like? Thinking about it was uh, History of the World Part Two. Oh, because at the end they, they had Hitler on ice. It. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Jews in space. Anytime and, uh, you got Hitler and Jews in a comedy <laughs> together, I'm I'm going. That's about the one I can think of. Yeah, History of the World Part Two. If Mel Brooks decided to go right before I Reboot. die. Yep. Watch this. Like I would love Mel Brooks to write one more without Just being careful yeah. and say I'm going to die in a year. Cancel me. This is great. And watch Mel Brooks put out History of the World Part 2. Oh, my God. Anyway, it could be very exciting. Nostalgia is dangerous, but Chris Berman made me sad last night. I don't like seeing when they traipse out old people to do new things. I just show old clips and then give me a picture of him waving like they did Ted Williams. Remember how amazing that was? Yeah. Ted Williams is a horrible person. And they golf carted him out in the middle of that thing, and he stood on that mound as wobbly as can be. You're like, oh, he's a legend. He's a legend. Don't make him do anything. Don't make him do anything. Just realize the ravages of time that we all face. And then they showed old clips of him being great, and then just a shot of him waving. Like, there he goes. Saying goodbye to us. That old one, and I think it's from his first week on the air there with the giant ESPN logo microphone Berman? stick. Yeah. yeah. Give that me that. One. Roll him out there and go, you yeah. know him as yeah, a legend there. of the home yep. run derby, uh, ESPN Chris Berman, he goes, no microphone, nothing, just have him waving. Then on the big screen, show clips of him doing strawberries, just doing old home run derby. I don't want to hear him. You remember that? That was great. And plus, Chris Berman's got a problem where he always waxed nostalgic about him. You know, when this thing started, we really had no idea. The first couple we did in 1985, we had Wally Joyner, Ty Darrell, Strawberry, the youngest. I'm like, oh, don't hearken back. It makes it sound sadder. Remember the little kind of, you know, Albert Poole's been playing for... He, I called his first home run derby. It's not about you. But, yeah, I think E.T., the Goonies, is a good one. Poltergeist is a terrible one, and they did it. You didn't even go. This guy clamoring for a new Poltergeist didn't even know they made one. <laughs> Somebody wants a new Cobra. No, no, stop it. That's not me. But Don't. But, yeah. I in cash. Yeah, nobody wants the first cobra. Rhinestone 2. <laughs> now we're cooking. Or stop or I'll shoot my mom, right, Brady? Stop yes. or I'll shoot my mom, which is Brady's uh, the way he The reboot. <laughs> Although I will say Balboa was good. I, and I was expecting it to yeah. be completely terrible, yeah. but Balboa I think that's was good. why it was good. 
just because it's low expectations. Yeah. It's like, all right, here we go. What do we got? But it was it was really that was actually entertaining. Yeah, who knows? But nostalgia wins until it doesn't. And I think they did it right with Creed until they did it again with him fighting Drago's kid. And I'm like, now it's uh, Captain Caveman and son. Yeah. I got too many kids in the rings fighting each other. But uh, yeah, Drago versus Creed 2. You're like, well, I know how this is going to end. Is another Drago going to murder another Creed? What are you going to do? But, uh, yeah. And the home run derby, the Seattle Mariner kid lost to the Washington National. And America sighed and said, who cares? <laughs> it is hard, though. And I don't like getting in people's pockets. Constantly hearing how Juan Soto has dumped $433 million offer because he can get more. And, you know, I don't usually talk like this, but when gas is 6 bucks a gallon or $5 a gallon, the last yeah. thing you want to hear is a 23-year-old just turned yeah. down $433 million because he's got all the skills you don't. Yeah. It's not rubbing it in on the money. It's rubbing it in that you're insufficient as a human being and always will be compared to that guy physically. You didn't make that because you don't have that skill set, and it's painful. I just remember when Kirby Puckett set the bar. I think it was $3 million yeah. a year. Ryan Sandberg. One million a year got a content yeah. on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Million dollar man. Yeah. It was, it, he had a 10 year contract from a $10 million contract. What the? Going on in baseball. And now you got guys going, oh, I'm 23, $433 million. I'm pretty sure I can get more than that. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm going to hang on. It's so hard for me to hear that from somebody who's born two years before 9 11. I remember when SportsCenter broke it down on A-Rod's contract, that first one that he signed for the 250 All the stuff you could buy. At the end of the 10 years, him making $25 million will pale in comparison to... Oh, they yeah. thought the scale would oh. go way off the rails. Way up crazy. And it didn't. Bryce was. Bryce yeah. Harper, the next one? That I think they deserve the money. It's what comes into baseball through TV contracts. I think they should deserve it. It just hey, makes me feel bad that... If Apple's paying $3 billion, which is double... For the direct TV package? Well, no, isn't Apple just paying for Sunday football? Yes. That's yeah, one it, night. It's the, what do you call the direct TV package? Oh, it is? The, I thought they were just getting Sunday night. The NFL ticket. The NFL ticket. There you go. Thank you. I, it was, like, yeah, they get the ticket for $3 billion. Which is double the current price. Yeah. So your bill on all yeah. 900 of your TVs is going to go up. That's going to be heavy. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and that's and I don't think they don't deserve the money because the money's there to make. It's, That's it's, what I'm a, it's the business, but it just makes me feel like a. And especially lump. because live live sports are the only thing that people yeah. seem to gravitate to because nobody's well, talking it. about better call Saul, exactly. like you say. Right. Live events are the only thing we've got. But I mean, there's Brett humping it for two decades overnights. Right. <laughs> just looking at dudes who are 23, going 433 million is not enough. I mean, it all of us were really. Oh, I course. mean, at the end yeah. of the day, of I course, mean, yeah, all of us underachieved. Oh. And this guy blew us out of the water at 23 because of an amazing skill set. And uh, who knows? If I applied myself, could I have done? Of course. Screw you, Toledo. What we need, and he put need in capital letters, is a follow-up to Splash. Tom Hanks is visited by his fish wife <laughs> and tries to explain it to his real family. The last thing I need is a 60-year-old mermaid. <laughs> Desperate for love. Blah. Put Madison back in the water. <laughs> He's talking like a whole new cast. Yes, so am I. I'm talking about killing. You know what we need is uh, Japanese whalers to kill her with spears. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Make sure that Madison. she. Yes, oh, yes. There you go. There you go. On that one. I'm in on that. And watch that old six year old mermaid swim yeah. around and go, Blah. Blah. I feel real good. And then just have the Japanese whalers uh, <laughs> kill her, harpoon her. And then we discover a whole pot of mermaids. 
and one of them's Margot Robbie, and she's got to tell the other mermaids that the Japs are out to get us. <laughs> and then, because they're like they make perfumes or something right. out of them, right. and, and oils. Actually, you can tie it back and make it metaphoric, make it like soap and stuff. Oh yeah. And so he's like the Japanese are it back. Message, They're back, which has everything, right? right. Yeah. And then Margot Robbie saves the day, and then falls in love with Colin Hanks. It all works out for Chet Hanks, the rapper. Through you guys, before they die, roll out Crystal and Devito again for Throw Mama from the Train again. That's what I was. Who's saying. Mama? She's yeah. like already She's dead. dead. Yeah. That's the old broad from the uh, yeah. from the Goonies. I yeah. can't remember her name. Yeah, Ma yeah, Fratelli. Ma Fratelli. Yeah, 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 I can't remember. Dead. Yeah, I can't remember her real name. You can't throw her from her. the train again. I know. <laughs> I always thought it would be funny if they moved on the way train did, or uh, uh, um, speed did, and they went from like bus to boat. Right. They throw Mama from the boat and throw Mama from the plane. Like you just keep tossing her out of mass Different. transit. Yeah, I like the idea of Splash too. If it if it uh, if it's Jap whalers trying to crush old mermaids, <laughs> if that if Madison had to run from. Jap fishing boats that just used that old harpooning method to kill dolphins and stuff. Because I saw the cove. If there was a six-year-old mermaid in there, it's the only thing that would have made that worthwhile. (laughs) She's 60. Put her out of her misery. Still swimming around. (laughs) What is she doing? I said airplane three. No. Airplane 2 was bad enough. Shatner was great, but that was a bad idea. Well, and that's just it. I don't think you could get the, that many stars in it. And that was kind of the, the allure of Airplane. Right. And the jokes wouldn't land. No. they were kind of... You couldn't do them now regardless. Do half yeah. of those jokes. The Ice Big Jive thing yeah. would have been... Oh. People would have been picketing. Excuse me, Stuart. It's Ice Big Jive. And people are like, I can't believe this is happening to the culture. <laughs> I like my coffee like I like my men. Black. She's <laughs> <laughs> nine... And the funny part was it was children having that conversation, and that girl admitted at age nine she loves a good black D. <laughs> it's still funny. Who's mad at that? Somebody would be. Who's the next Pauly Shore so we could do an Encino Man and have him just yell spatula oh, the whole movie? Fun. I'd rather. I'd, well, we could redo Encino Man <laughs> right without now, him. Yeah. It'd take us like ten minutes. Immediately be better than the one with him. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Right, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop, as you heard us talking about yesterday, and I'm sure you're going to continue to hear John e-bikes. talking about it is e-bike season over there. 10% off all e-bikes through July, and if you you know, you know want to see what the hell we're talking about, you can go rent them, $25 off e-bike rentals. And if you just want the regular bikes, you want to do all the work yourself, 5 to 10% off select stock, like on Santa Cruz, Pivot, Ibis, Kona. And what happened and yesterday? Rocky. Josh from Action Ride Shop fires over a picture of the brand new locally made, of course. I yes. love this company, Pivot. The new shuttle e-bike. Mm-hmm. And he's and given all the, and all I wrote back was, sold! Because <laughs> I'm going to give myself that for my birthday this year. Nice. I don't know. It's in That's the bad luck color. It's in that blue. Stop. It's not it's the same blue. blue. No, I had Smurf blue. Well, because it got white and it got swiped. I'll show you a picture oh, yeah. of it. It's beautiful. So I'm going to get myself that for my birthday. and then That's a pretty it, good present. It's a nice present for me. I think. Uh, on the list, we got Deftones, Corn, <laughs> except ACDC. Uh, Brian Adams cuts like a knife for Dr. Yeah. Lynn. We'll save that until the and, actual surgery. Okay. Day. All right. Uh, Primus, <laughs> Ministry. You missed the one on text. I ejaculate fire. I ejaculate oh, I didn't fire. That's pretty great. We should do that. That's a great. Who sings that? Is that? Is that... I don't know. Uh, I forget. I think got it here. Is it uh, Death Clock? I think it's Death I think Clock. it is Death Clock. Good stuff. It is. I ejaculate fire. Death Clock's great. All right, we'll do that one, because that's going to be you. And that's the best part. They're going to tell you, Brett, in a couple of weeks to start tugging like crazy for 30 solid No problem. Runs. The lady said, uh, you got to do it 30 times before you, you're, 
your first test how to much see time? if you're clear. They told me three months. I'm like, three weeks later, right. I'm standing in Safeway with my 31st load. I'm ready for a measure. I'm ready. Well, you just did this 12 days ago. I said, I'm ready. And then they measured it, and there were still some swimmers in there. And I was supposed Damn to it. get a second test, but I didn't. Yeah, my guy's like, uh, it's like I shoot mummies out. Mummy test. <laughs> Done. Oh, Jesus. All now, my, you know, my money shots are all like somebody just dusted an old cabinet. Now they're all coming in. Soul Plane 2. <laughs> no, no, see, you're just being jerk. Batteries not included. I don't what? remember that one. It was a Hugh, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy, and they had little Wasn't aliens. Wasn't that Cocoon? Yeah. Little alien robots. The little alien robots that came down. Oh, all it right. Was, it, was, it was Cocoon with robot aliens. Oh, all right. Not good. Joe Dirt 2. No. And he said, John, Mel Brooks promised us baseballs too, the search for more money. So. Yeah, that's true. Mel Brooks writing one last kick in the nuts to society yeah, would be. Cool. What are they going to do? Yeah, well, yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, we got to cancel this old man. He, he doesn't has care. Potentially written, and they've said, no, no one's going to do They, he could produce his own. You he doesn't need to worry about them. It's It would be great. He can do everything. He'd have to put it. He probably just doesn't want to put the effort and energy into exact produce and. Uh, distribution and all that stuff. That Just, would be good. A one last F you. One, and that's what you could call it. Yeah. Mel Brooks, one last F you. And it would be outstanding. Because you get actors to do it. Now, the problem would be the actors doing it would be the ones that catch the brunt of it because they know they can't attack Mel. Right. So they just go after the people he hired. But I'll tell you right now, Mel Brooks, I'll take that heat. You get a bunch of people like me who are like, all right, I'll go out with you. Be fine. You just can't get really, like, Kevin Hart can't do it. Big names can't be in it. Right. Just won't, won't work. You got it ready to go? Yeah, I'm just pulling up the lyrics. It's, I think it's okay. Is it? Death Clock. I eject fire. Then it could be from your eyes. It could be from your nostrils. I don't know if that's... <laughs> sure. Nostrils? I think so. Wow. <laughs> I think that's what a dragon would do. So on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen that angry. on Pornhub, but that's... Pretty sure it's called an angry dragon. It's it is thing. now. Google it. Put it, put Google it in the it. Urban it's Dictionary. It's a real thing. It's a thing already. The Angry Dragon is very real. All right. Look it up. <laughs> it's funny, too. Right. I can't really say what it is because I'll look it up here. I'll get picketed. But it's funny. All right. I think it has something to do with making it so she can't breathe and then you unplug her nose. I would imagine so. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. I think anyway. I, I'm picturing something yeah. that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Angry Dragon of Death. Is that it? Uh huh. Uh huh. And you are about to. Hmm? And you should shove her head. Okay. And then make her gag. And then she's. Oh. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> I didn't read the vomit part before, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was your own. The angry I didn't know you were choking over that. <laughs> that's the angry dragon of death. I wonder if the angry just dragon. The angry dragon death. is a little less. Is a little uh, less. Like the angry dragon of death is a little too far for you, or yeah, I don't think you're aspirating <laughs> in the angry dragon. I think in this one, there's a chance you'll never talk again. That was uh, Flip's story. <laughs> the angry right. dragon. Yeah. 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 He's created an angry his, dragon before. His encounter. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it from Flip. Yeah, Flip has some stories. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, let's do it. It's uh, Death Clock. I haven't heard from them in a while. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. KUPD, there you go. A little nickel back for you. It's Aminals. Uh, it is just about that time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. Before that, Brett, I was thinking about yesterday watching uh, a little news, and it's on the the AZ family site. All right. Did you see the UPS driver pass out on that? It's a national news story. 
they, uh, the UPS driver got caught on the ring doorbell here in Phoenix. Dizzy enough and just taking a seat right there on the guy's porch. And yeah. <laughs> he works his way. Did you see it? I did. He works his way back up to his feet. And he's like, Ugh. shakes it off, gets back in the car. I'm like, this is the last thing we need. I watched Brett on Sunday take about 35 minutes to make sure he'd get his feet under him. I'm watching it now. Wow. It was, yeah, the guy's out. So the best thing is that they contact UPS. UPS is like, the drivers are used to heat. He's fine. I gotta get UPS. I'm handing it to you. There was no PC. Like we keep an eye on them, and there's a thing. And nope. They're like our drivers are used to this. They'll be fine. Were there oh, man, any he passes out? Like yeah. lays down. And stuff. <laughs> he lays down on the porch, and that ring bell's got him. And he's like, ah. "Watch him get back up." That's the best part is when he starts getting back up. Like, oh, there he is wandering up, and he looks done. That's how Brett was walking Sunday when yeah. we took him out on the uh, on the bike. <laughs> and then so this is the MSNBC version. Yeah, what they did, they took the Channel 12 feed. He wanders up. This is him just moving. Dead already. And let's just lay on this guy's porch for a little while. <laughs> and then he gets up and he gets back in the UPS truck. And they say, what can Brown do for him? He's fine. The uh, UPS, like, we, we take care of our guys. Don't don't say we don't. It was like asking a woman, like, you know, hey, there's popcorn on the floor. I keep this house clean. Like, what the hell? We just told you. It was a little incident. You don't tell me this house is filthy. What's going on, UPS? We so, just said you had a guy fall. They're the, fine. But it's not on UPS. Well, I mean, the, it is. The, the company has to be like, if it's 130, do we suspend, be a more like, we do we suspend deliveries? That's yeah. the thing. Like, my dad, when he ran uh, construction here, he's like, at a certain temperature, I'd they send everybody it. home. Yeah. He's like, because it is on you. It's your, you know, your company is, you're sending you out and saying, if you don't get these deliveries done by 5 o'clock... If the guy is passing out, and that's of the one of heat. their reps. Yeah. Well, Amazon drivers have done that too, where yeah. they're like, "We have to get so many deliveries in right four times. We're dropping dead." We're, yeah. But a guy dies on your porch. So you brought up yesterday the couple with the no shoes on. How yeah. about this guy advertising his work there with his uh, sh- work shirt well, on? That's the, just uh, smart. Stuff. He went on the that's news in his uh, in his work shirt. Whether or not that's his company, or if he just works. Ultimate there. Auto Works. Nice job, dude. Now, to me, that just seems like uh, he's one of the worker bees who's forced to wear a shirt with the name of the company on it. That could be. If he, he passed the, out at the end of the interview. Yeah, if he was the owner. Yeah, UPS was awesome. Though. Like We contacted UPS to make sure everybody was all right. He's like, he's fine. Do you, do you care that your drivers are passed out and then get back in a giant truck? Did he make his deliveries? I didn't get any complaints that anything was late, so we're happy. UPS stands by whatever that kid was doing. He's a good worker. Tomorrow he gets an extra bottle of water. <laughs> Minimum wage. <laughs> Just whipping him. Whipping him into the ground. And the guy felt so much pressure. He's like, can't die. Must deliver paperweights. Sure, sure, John. A UPS driver died in Pasadena. I know. Well, Pasadena. How's that? Of the heat? I don't know what he died of there. It can't be from the heat. It happens, though. Those guys are busting it in those big, giant block trucks. And I'm not sure how many of them have AC. John, that That's UPS. why they put out those heat indexes. I mean, wow. it's John. That it's, UPS you driver know. was drunk, not hot. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing because <laughs> Brett was so blasted uh, heat exhaustion on Sunday. He was. You were walking the same way as that guy. Oh, you were that worse. Yeah. You were that close. Oh, yeah. You went down. Did you really? Uh, oh yeah, he was out. I mean, I didn't fall, but I, I like had to catch myself because I, I think was, you would have fallen had you, you not. But I kept going. Yeah. yeah. You get dizzy. Oh yeah. Get oh, dizzy. Yeah. We sat wobbling. outside. We. I'm not kidding. We were another five minutes from a chopper. Yeah. 
You too? No, I was fine. I was going to say, you oh, I was like, ready to well, go. He was waiting. He had his yeah. phone on speed dial yeah. ready to video this. And I'm like, I will crawl out of this desert. Brett was wrecking my day. Anything. Don't make that call. <laughs> Josh and I were like, let's do it again. Brett's dead. And we're like, we'll get a helicopter for you. And I was. I would have filmed that whole thing. <laughs> I know. That's, I would have crawled out of there. Before. He would have been oh. spinning in a basket. Oh, my God. If we could have basket tossed him. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Not for nothing, guys, uh, but uh, let one of those straps down so Brett can Yeah, we can't. Hey, look, make that kind of sloppy. Just broke the <laughs> record in revolutions. Oh, 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 oh. You would have sound like a police siren. Like that. <laughs> a little Italian cop. Oh, 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 oh. But he's okay. And so's the driver. And good job, UPS driver. A, you were on the news. Nobody knows who you are. You're a little hero. You're a package hero. Got it done. If you came home and saw a dead UPS driver in a package, what would you touch first? <laughs> like, what did I get? Package. That's easy. This guy's dead. What did I order? Let's see what killed him. Oh, my God. It's a handle. Although bar. then you might think there's something in the package. I wouldn't think that. I would assume it's death Wait. from heat. <laughs> I got a package. But like T-shirts. Oh, how cool. Or the irony. Mm. Uh, new thermos. Well, this guy just said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy just said, I won't give his name because it sounds like he works there. Uh, UPS doesn't do S for our drivers. We have uh, we have half a dozen go to ER every week. We no have kidding. multiple OSHA complaints in, and this is one of the reasons well, DO- DHL is seeking to remove, or DOL is seeking to remove something charter and replace yeah. it uh, with better oversight. Some of their trucks don't have AC. I don't think any They're of their just trucks have open AC. Doors. The one that said it's an electric vehicle on the side of it, I'm like, man. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, so I was looking at that. I was thinking of Brett. Just like, whew, we you were see close. that yeah. little fan, dash fan? Yeah, going. they got that thing blown and the door's wide it's open. Like They're looking dryer. at you like, let me in your car. <laughs> How many packages to get a ride with me? Anyway, so good job, UPS driver. I'm proud of you. Whatever it takes to get me my golf clubs. What if it was, uh, <laughs> irony of ironies, his wilderness athlete? Yeah, he's bringing me yep. a package of heroes. <laughs> oh, Drops on <laughs> What a shame. Garden hose in one of those and you'd have been fine. Don't use my garden hose, though. Go next Another door. One. Brett, you're right. UPS driver here. No AC in any of our trucks. None. Uh, see, now maybe there's a thing I'd be starting to complain about here in Arizona. But after a while, you get used to it. Well, they were saying, I, I was listening to uh, Sharp and they were talking about that... Uh, 3,500 mail trucks that we have in the air, in the Phoenix yeah. area and all that stuff, and only 500 have AC in them or something No like that. kidding. Yeah, so I guess Cinema's trying to go to the... Holy cow. To, to force them to put My AC in and stuff. And, I was yeah, going to say, yeah. what kind of level do you have to be to get one of the 500 yeah, no kidding. AC yeah. trucks? My dudes hoof it. They they park and walk the neighborhood because the mailboxes are attached to our houses. Are they better dressed lately? Nah, they, since I since I complained. <laughs> I think put out they the finally are. They didn't go oh, back. Oh, no. They're, my mailman looks good. <laughs> I used to complain. Yeah, I guess there's an AC truck in the. It's just the dirty. out the window, and the car. I would think those are the AC ones, the guys that are constant temperature. I think they'd be. The, I don't think you want the ones in and out. That's going to waste more gas. I think the ones that get right. in and out are the ones right. that probably don't have AC. Right. And yeah, that's why my drivers they, were so dirty. Yeah. It's because they look like they rolled in dirt and then went and did their job. Their shirts were untucked. They're wearing like they look like everybody in the, when Chevy Chase was walking in vacation through the desert and their <laughs> pants tied to their head. I'm like, what is what's wrong with them? Morning, morning, fellas. I'm a UPS driver, and yes, it does get hot, but I don't hear any of these drivers complaining when they get their paychecks, and that's what bothers me. Damn right. I don't know what that means, but yeah, America. You like your job, then STFU. We keep taking a check. You deal with it, buddy.
I'm fine with it. You I don't think that job. UPS driver was complaining. The guy that got the ring doorbell cam uh, just, was the he, one that put it on the he shoes. He got bad at it. Yeah, the guy day. with the ring camera is the one who ratted him out. Right. Look what I saw. They're killing UPS drivers. <laughs> no, they're not. The sun is. Pull over. Have a pop. Now, we loaded, when we got back to my house, we loaded Brett with beer and heroes. Yeah. And he was fine. It worked. Yeah, it works <laughs> great. Give him some wilderness athlete and a couple of, you know, a couple of four peaks and you're good. Mm-hmm. John, I was a FedEx ground driver for 17 years. No AC in those trucks. And in the back of the truck, it reaches 140, 150. So stay we out of there. Ten, we, yeah, we had uh, thermostats back there. I called my truck the rolling solar oven. <laughs> had several bouts of heat exhaustion every summer and had one heat stroke, which is the worst thing I've ever been through. My brain is still messed up from it. And that's been over a decade ago. You're more of a Please. man than you could ever have imagined. Right. Yeah, but you got a paycheck. Years, yeah. You check every 14 days. I don't want to hear about it from you, stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry you went through that. Second somebody says, uh, here's your everyday card. Has no air. I'm like, I quit. What? I'll get a job doing something else. <laughs> Mailman and AJ here. Not much no. thought goes into who gets the AC trucks. Just luck of whatever <laughs> route you're on. I'm guessing not AJ. It's so random. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you're driving around handing out collection bills, and they, nobody. <laughs> it, your job is pointless. Divorce papers. Every, yeah, everything you do. Yeah, the, yeah. child support orders. Yeah. yeah, when when your court order gets in, and when your restraining order ends, and all that stuff, all those things. That, those people aren't reading the mail you're dropping off. You just put it in a pile in the middle. It's all the same. John, my postal worker wears a spaghetti strap. I hope it's a woman. Good God. I don't know what. I'm picturing both, and I want to see it for both for Talk some reason. Leather Spaghetti mamas. strap. What does that mean? A dress? No, it's yeah. like those, I think like it's like those tank tops and top. stuff with the little strings on them and stuff. Is it a man? Is it a female <laughs> oh, man or a male yeah, man? What area Go to an all-TZ show. They'll, you'll oh, okay. see you know plenty of them there. Are you all male men? It's not an SAT question. All male men wear spaghetti straps, but not all male men are gay. I'm not sure how that works. Anyway, good luck. Well, it's perfect to say it like this, then. Uh, Hooters brings you the Brady Report. Thirsty? (laughs) Head to Hooters for July's Beer of the Month specials only at Hooters. Brady reporting. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Daiquiri Day and National Words with Friends Day. Is that still a thing? Guess so. Isn't that how uh, Alec Baldwin befriended that? Well, no, but he befriended that waitress in New York, and, uh, and then she ended up having... He was playing words with friends all the time and then got to be pals with that lady who ran that vegan restaurant. Now there's a documentary about her because she got kidnapped or something. Words with friends murders people. That's what I know. John, local landscape owner here. In the summer, work is over at noon, 1 yeah. p.m. at the latest. Other owners work their guys until 3, 4, 5. Yeah. Then they wonder why they can't keep employees for more than a week. There is a limit. Yeah. I'd rather work in the daytime than get up at 3 to mow the grass. True couple of uh, baseless fun facts. When Vincent Price agreed to do the voice work for Michael Jackson's Thriller, he was given a choice between taking a percentage of the album proceeds oh, dumb Vincent. or being paid a flat rate of 20 grand. He didn't take the flat rate. Took the flat oh! rate. Millions. Lost. <laughs> he was at the end. Darkness falls across the bank account. No former Secretary of the State has been elected president since the James State or uh, oh, Secretary of State. State sorry, yeah. say, um, since State. James Buchanan in 1856, Hillary Clinton would have been the second if she had won in 2016. Oh. So it's a 
it's the curse to your next steps. You see, if he'd won in 2016. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> she changed her pronouns on Facebook. Brady caught it. Brady saw that. <laughs> During World I'll tell you War what, II. I changed her pronouns <laughs> way before it was hip. I've been calling that bitch a man for years. <laughs> Bill she's, provided that fun fact. I tell you, she's been wearing the pantsuit in that family for a long time. <laughs> Friday, she has a dick bigger than your leg. During World War II, women couldn't get stockings because all the nylon in the country was being used for things like parachutes and ropes. So they would draw fake seams down the back of their legs, Ooh. sometimes using gravy. Brady's dream time. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm building a time machine. I know how to get you to 69 now. <laughs> Back to the future. Is that a gravy base? <laughs> I'm wearing bacon underwear. Oh, Good nom, night, nom, nurse. Nom, nom, nom. Doc Brown. Oh, I'm doing this. Is that a real thing? I'm going to go into this woman's sewer, and I'm going to pretend I don't know what's happening. Sorry, God. Got to do it. Sorry, God. That would be you apologizing before. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but uh, we have the first female Blue Angels pilot, Navy. uh, Basically gave her the wave, but let's. uh, She's got to go through training. (laughs) What does that mean? Yeah, go on up there. Get on up there. Step on up. She starts training. Amanda, uh, Lieutenant Amanda Lee, is going to report to the Blue Angels in the fall and will train with the squadron through the winter. The BLEW Angels, or? No. Oh, so the same old ones I know about. Yep. I thought they'd have girl pilots by now anyway. What's the holdup? Yeah, because they've been around since 1946. I will say this. Can you imagine the pressure of being the first girl Blue Angel? Because if you crash, oh, man. oh boy, they'll be like, see? I've oh, got some my God. She, she can't have a mistake. She can never goof. Because they never. Well, how many Blue Angels wrecks have there been? The Thunderbirds had one. I don't think the Blue Angels have ever had one. Yeah, I think you might be right. Crazy. Yikes. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Beep Beep Boop Boop News. I'd want uh, the Amelia Earhart of the Blue Angels to go first, and then I'd take over. I don't want to be the first girl in. Because when Amelia puts one in the drink, you're like, well, all right, I'll be second. Because <laughs> at least she, you know, that's the glass ceiling she needs to break is crashing that plane first and take all the pressure off the other ladies who want to be pilots. Because the only pilot I know that's a girl is Amelia do you know any other female plane pilots? Not a fan, do you? No. <laughs> well, what, what was the the, uh, Sally? One. What's that broad's nah, name? Was, she was Sally Ride, Sally Ride. was an astronaut. No, I don't no, know no, no. The uh, the one that the one that ran for Congress. Sally McSally. Yeah, yeah, Martha McSally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good dig, Brett. Nice yeah. job. You got that one out of the sand. Nice job. Yeah, Martha McSally was... Sally McButter. Remember, and she ran on how many... Uh, uh, I believe she said, I killed 150 ragheads in the air. I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady. This is not how to win anything. She went nuts talking about how many people she'd shot. Yeah, the commercial opened up. She's putting the dead on the nose yeah. of the plane. Yeah. Another one. Doing another notch one. in her plane. <laughs> I've been in 150 air fights. I ain't never lost one. Take that crap, Afghanistan. Since you asked, it's been uh, just over six years since the Blue Angels crashed. Okay. June 2nd, 2016, uh, Blue Angels pilot Marine Jeff Cuss was killed when his jet crashed while practicing for the Great Tennessee Air Show in okay. Smyrna, Tennessee. Well, the Blue Angels have dumped a couple. I didn't know that. 
But yeah, to be the the only girl pilot now that Martha McSally's out, you're right, oh. maybe. But I don't think she's well known. That had to be a pull. Twenty seven total Blue Angels. No kidding. Died. They just keep throwing them in the ground. So I guess the ladies don't have as much pressure as in history, I suppose. As we I think thought. it's one of those cases where they follow so tight, like if one goes down, they're all following right down in it. They don't all crash. There, there's been cases they're so of like tight a lot together. Because yeah, there's no such information. Yeah. If the front one. Because you're goes, following. Yeah. You're following the yeah, guy like right the, in front the of the you. The one yeah. in Tennessee was Blue Angel number six. He was the end of the uh, wing. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't even notice. Right. <laughs> one, two, three. We got a man down. Uh oh. Greg's out. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Seeing him uh, a couple years ago when I was in San Francisco that during that naval week, or, and they had all of them. Well, they used to fly over our house in Poway testing stuff and his blue angel would go by over the freeway in oceanside they just come out of nowhere it's incredible they shut down the freeways in seattle at seafair because they practice there all the time i think it was the thunderbirds actually it's the ones that were in san diego (laughs) just and you're driving on the road and all of a sudden this giant sound would have the blue angels navy or the air force because one's okay so thunderbirds Thunderbirds are are okay this stat says uh, through the 2017 season, there have been 261 pilots in the Blue Angels squadron history, giving the job a roughly 10% fatality rate. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. The number one can he- two, 10 dead. dead. Well, that's crazy. And again, ladies, you can call me a misogynist or whatever else, but you name four or five girl pilots then. That's the first one that comes to mind. Well, well, I mean, we just gave you Martha McSally. Well, yeah. he handed one over, and I think you looked it up. No, I didn't. Oh, actually. you just remembered her? That's why I couldn't remember her full name. I was like, eh, that broad that ran for Congress. Molly McButter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that shot down all those Afghanis. We're supposed to think that she could make good financial decisions because <laughs> she killed so many people in Afghanistan. According to her commercials, not me saying. The number one can heat cause question this week is can heat cause diarrhea? Sure. The answer is yes. Skip that one. (laughs) Did you? That was the only good thing that happened that day. (laughs) You didn't sit a puddle of your own. No, I didn't. (laughs) Hot weather can help bacteria grow. So things like food poisoning, stomach flus might be more common when it's really hot. No outdoor sushi today. Yeah. If you're going to do it, you got to get it. Eat it fast. The other thing with the heat wave, uh, this uh, doctor in the UK is warning women not to stick uh, stick the... uh, Frozen lollies in their vaginas to cool them off. Yeah, it's Why not? too fast because you're oh, going to right. shock. That, that woman with the what do you what did you say it was a bottle of champagne there on the? Well, yeah, that was that's not because she was hot. <laughs> she was an alcoholic and shoved a bottle of, of forty in her vagina. Um, was it forty? I thought you said no. it was like forty. Cold, I, thought cold, it, I thought you said it was cold duck or something. No, no, they don't have that at a convenience <laughs> store. Besides that, any place selling cold duck notices somebody inserting it into themselves. So 40 ounce of Old English was up there or what? Hello, I'll, oh, be, yeah. your, I'll be your sommelier. Would you like a glass? No, I just put it inside me this way. All right, that's fine. Very acceptable way for a Native American to do that. And she shoved the, it in the there. The main problem is not necessarily the extreme temperature drop away. Shove it down there. She said uh, the sugar in the lolly can oh. potentially disrupt the natural pH of the vagina. And all, all that didn't sound uh, horrible to some people. Oh, she added that concern that the lolly could uh, break inside of you. Sugar free. Well, are we talking like lolly free? We're talking about popsicles. Like pops yeah, the, in the UK. The oh, I thought lollies. you were talking about tootsie pops. No, no, in the UK are popsicles, basically. Are the uh, what are the little thing on the stick with the ball? Lollipop. Lollipop. That's a lolly. But they call them. Po- they call popsicles frozen lollies. You sure of that? Yeah. 
stick it to it. Frozen lollies. Okay. And that's what I said, yeah. So sugar-free frozen lollies. But you Nothing say either way, they're saying if it, uh, if, I'm not sure, but the sugar-free, right. whatever chemicals, this anything up, that could make you drop yeah. the pH in your okay. JJ. But if it's dangerous. sugar, they said it's the sugar yeah. that does it. Yeah. And you said the danger of it breaking and getting stuck up there, but it... Well, it could cause an infection if you don't I'm get it all saying, out. I'm just saying, ladies, don't put anything in there. It's gross. You hear me, you know Kirby? Better. Listen, Daddy says don't. Before you know it, you'll be growing roots and stews out of there, so you know. Old man, we need more sugar-free poppies. <laughs> if I hear that when yeah. I get home. Kirby wants a lolly. Kirby wants lollies. I listened to your news this morning, Daddy, and I started sweating. Oh, There's one way to get that <laughs> cool-down feature. Daddy, come home with some popsicles. Sugar-free. I don't Your get gold the bond lollies are in the freezer. <laughs> Freeze up some gold bond and go nuts, ladies. That's I, your pee-pee poo-poo news. I got strawberry toxic shock. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> gross. Sorry about that. In food news, KFC is testing new chicken nuggets. Apparently, it'll taste more like their original recipe fried chicken. They'd replace the popcorn chicken that they've been selling off and on since 1992. And the main reason they're doing it, direct response to Gen Zers who refuse to eat chicken off the bone. That's a thing? Yeah. Why? I think they're part of the chicken nugget generation where they finally get their first chicken on the bone. They don't like it. Huh. They're, you've raised a group of people so lazy, the chicken bone's too much work? Grosses them out. Or, yeah. What is going on with this group of morons? Wow. As Kirby's not having that problem. She watches Dad devour bone after bone, right? Like She is uh, a master at that. She's yeah. really good. Her yeah, kitchen but, looks like a bear. But she's done, she does both. But she, well, yeah, but she doesn't care about the bone. Not too much, no. If she could crack it and get the marrow out of it, she would. <laughs> she sucks marrow out of the bone? Yeah. Oh, don't start saying that stuff around us. <laughs> Her name's Kirby, and what she is, does what again? What is wrong with what you? Vacuums of the bones, that, Toledo. Have you learned nothing? Man. 21 years. My daughter sucks the marrow out of a bone when given chance. She's just 15. <laughs> She's 14 years old. She doesn't suck that hard yet. Named her Kirby, and she's living up to it. Anyway, in other news... Oh, we can't be quiet about this. Uh, this uh, couple in the UK, Char Gray, she's 23, and her husband Callum, 28. She's a uh, OnlyFans uh, expert. She actually does really well on that. Makes about 100 k a month. She can't keep up with her husband, though. So, she introduced him to the... Real doll. She spent the money, bought the real doll, and had it modeled after her. Oh, that's arrogant. A little bit. But I guess the husband is not complaining. Here's the uh, results. They did a pretty good job. Oh, she's pretty. The real doll is prettier than her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They made a better version of his wife. (laughs) He did. (laughs) She's going to end up mad at this thing. Well, that's the whole reason she said she had it made, because oh. they were talking about doing um, group things or adding other partners in. With a dead she body? Said, eventually, um, I might get jealous. So the happy fix was Weirder to spend still? Two, 2K on the doll. In the group thing? Is she doing stuff to herself? Don't know. 
think I take the doll over the broad. Yeah, the doll's hotter than her, and the doll won't age. That's a mistake. Just, That's a dumb yeah. idea. Because all he did was just create a living memory of what she used to be. She gave herself nicer cans on the doll. Too. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> cans are ten times better. But in ten years, that doll's going to still look great, and she's going to show all the signs. Instead of aging naturally, the the competitor that doll will still have teeth. Yeah, the com- <laughs> Yeah, he's like Tom Brady. It just never gets older. You won't need any. You won't need any frozen lollies either. Oh yeah. <laughs> Done, I've that. done the old popsicle thing in the past. Sugar free, of course. I don't Smart. Think, I wasn't thinking about you her health. You knew about the pH. I wasn't thinking about her health. So it was in the freezer. <laughs> I read a lot of reports about what not to do. It was about what was in the freezer. This might be fun. I've got uh, a couple of wild world stories. All right. I've got that for you. Give me a second. And Go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. This uh, 53-year-old guy is with his border collie, Saul. They're on a hike last week, California's Tahoe National Forest, and he took a tumble, fell about 70 feet, Dope. broke his hip, three ribs. He crawled out of that 70-foot gulch, made it to his base camp, laying there, was able to call 911, and uh, Saul took off. When the emergency folks came into the uh, woods, basically the forest, yeah, he did a lassie thing, spun around, barking, like, follow me, follow me. Something's and he here. took him to the owner. No kidding. Yeah. Dogs are the best. Wait, the dog went and found help? Yep. Yeah. Or he just heard the sirens and he knew? He went taken off. Yeah, he must have because uh, then he brought, him, he brought him back to where the area was, pretty remote area. Wow. There's a picture of Saul. My dog Jack Ham would do that until he gets to the people, and then he'd ask him for a cookie. <laughs> he wouldn't lead you Jack back. Jack would go. Jack He'd would go. go. Find people, no, I think Jack would. would absolutely go back. He loves me. It's crazy, but I think uh, I think he would also be very distracted if there was a cookie jar somewhere in the between. Oh. Like I come home, Saul and he got a little he beef a jerky at the end. Yeah, of course. I know he's adorable. Yeah. Saul did a great job. Yeah, I. Uh, if I come home. Jack is excited to see me, and then he walks over to the cookie jar and just waits. And I'm like, I, if I get up and go to the bathroom, I come back, he's sitting by the cookie jar like, all right, good job, good wee-wee. Somebody go outside? Let's get cookies for that. He asks to go outside just so he can go out and come back. And get, he, he just he thinks that just walking through the threshold of the door means it's a cookie. Right. So he goes, oh, do you have to go out? And I let him out, and he goes out there, and he turns around, and he comes right back in, and he stands by the cookie jar. And I'm like, that's not anything. You didn't do anything. <laughs> I did, too. I asked you to go out. I'm communicating. That's a cookie. This other one happened in Russia. This well-known Russian biathlete, Igor Malavzowski. Of course. And he has two business partners were flying the helicopter. Igor was flying the helicopter. It crashed in the woods. They hit a distress call. By the time the police got out there, bodies were missing. Igor they, ate them already. They figured out. <laughs> uh, man, oh man. It looks like alive. we're not going to make it through this whole thing. So I'm going he to. He didn't eat. He was eaten. All three bodies were mauled and dragged out of the helicopter and eaten by wild bears. Nice. Sweet. That's what they assume? Yeah. They found their the remains. Oh, they did find bodies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you hear about that lady that was camping? This is a while ago. She was camping. Uh, she was on a, a bike ride across the Continental Divide. 
And uh, they camped out. And a lot of them went to hotels. But they're like, we're doing it old school. 63-year-old lady and her two friends. And she's standing outside. And she, she on the back of her neck, she's here. <sighs> like this nose blow. And she turns around. And she's like a foot and a half away from the grizzly. Oh, man. And she's just staring at it. And then some guy starts blowing a whistle. Scares him away. Yeah. It was around 4th of July. Ah. Bear leaves. She's like, phew. Should probably get rid of all this food and all these around. Yeah. So they get rid of the food, but there's people around there barbecuing 4th of July. So Bear comes back like at night. They talk about Saul knowing how to. He comes back, the lady's in her tent to sleep, and they hear the other guys in the tent hear rustling. And the bear was just jumping on her inside. Doing that pat down? No. Like they said he was catching air, yeah. smashing. Oh, they get, and yeah, they said there. that they separated, her spine was separated in three places, her neck was broken, and she didn't feel a thing. She was asleep or whatever. And and the other guys unzipped the tent, and his only oh. weapon was that whistle again. <laughs> he tried to blow. <laughs> just a couple of little shots on the whistle. Bear looks over at him. He's like, he just like this giant 10-footer's in the air. Boom, just land on her again like, bitch, oh. tell me to get out of here. So he came back. And now they're saying, oh, the reason that story is a thing is because they're saying that bear is predatorial now. Starting to look for people. Got to put it down. Yeah, that's what they say. Aren't bears always going to eat people? I was going to say the bear is a yeah, bear. Yeah, that's just him being a bear. He's never given us a pass. That's your wild, wild world. Later this year, you'll be able to get a custom action figure that looks like you. Hasbro partnered with a 3D printing company. Plans to sell them for 60 bucks. They're doing it with characters from Star Wars, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe. And you. Power Rangers and Marvel movies. This is perfect for this. Basically, gen- you yeah. make, yeah, whatever character and put the, your head on generation it. that loves themselves too much. Yep. It'd be awesome to make action figures out of yourself. Hasbropulse.com. With your filtered, uh, incredibly diluted vision of yourself, now you can build a little you. Because I see... Uh, the reality of what kids actually look like and what they think. I'm a model. I'm like, really? For what? Bunt cake? <laughs> you got looks like you're, you're an advertisement for Salt River tubing. Uh-uh. I'm an Instagram influencer. Now I've seen you on the river. For women with 43-inch waists? <laughs> Shut up. Let's get to a couple of radio videos. First one's a guy fixing his roof. Oh, no. This won't be it's kind of steep. It's a yeah. That's a it's a good pitch on that roof. It must be in snow country. No, it's not. It's, you sure? It's where Toledo was. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that's where Toledo was. <laughs> the face rake. Oh. Oh. all the way down. All and his friends don't care. I, I miss non-PC world. Like wherever they are, whatever jungle that is. I, look at that face. He's on his feet. He's barefoot. So the news is coming. That's a chin check. He can't do a thing to stop it. He falls off the roof and everybody's laughing. Ah, that was great. Do it again. By the way, roof's still broken. The next one, I think. That's from all the construction on the I 17, by the way. One more. Every one of those bumps is his face on tile. That's hilarious. People, uh, this is at a rodeo. They get in that um, ball that you blow up, and you know you bump each other. Oh, yeah. But they do it with a bowl in the ring. Well, they have those blow-up protective bubble wrap yeah, balls. Yeah, and they put a bowl. This oh, this is going to be... Oh, goal! Goal! The bull hates all of them! 
hates those oh, balls. Man. They get ready. This and guy keeps those. Oh, those two broken legs. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that guy's out. Well, did you see he popped his balloon? Yeah. Boom. The first one takes it. That's a blast right That here. guy got that it one, twice. That one gets popped. Oh, yeah, this out. thing hates those balls. Where is this? It's got to be Mexico go? or something. Somewhere in America, because no there's a way. Walmart. Texas Cowboy Wow. Reunion. That thing hates balls more than Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> My God. Boom. Getting rid of them one after another. Wow. <laughs> well, it's either Dr. Lynn or that, Brett. Whatever oh, you want to do, we'll pay for it. Wow. That's Awesome. I actually, after even seeing that, I kind of want to do it. Yeah, I would do I that. just want to make sure it's uh, a non-poppable ball. This next one's shocking. Ooh. Oh, God. Don't even play it. Brutal. Don't play it. Because it's somebody next to electric wire- wires, and I don't want the Celebrating. pun. I don't want the pun to ruin it. You got another one? No, I don't have oh. I got some. All right, let's go to right, Brett's right. then. Next You want to end with his? Shocking. No. I, I, I may or may not uh, play it. If you're going to pun your way in, that serves you right for punning around. (laughs) You don't want to see it anyway, do you? I do. I do want to see it. Oh, now he's trying to put it away. This is how you should have sold it. But you're still on delay. You're on pause right now. This one's shocking. And I look up and I see the electric lines. I'm like, son of a bitch. So this is some broad trying to rock rock, rock wall. Oh, she's she's talented. This is she's good at this. Lanky, long, she's Oh no! Oh, 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 yes. oh show it again. Was uh, that her arm? Yes. Oh my god. So she hits the turf, that arm goes into a Z. Oh no. She's halfway up the rock wall. Right leg over. Misses falls. Down. Oh, oh, snap. You can I hear heard it. the snap. All right. For those of you who didn't hear it, shh, everybody be quiet. Right, Let's listen. Right, when she hits Woo. the ground, you'll know. Listen for the snap. Oh, oh, crackling. Oh. <laughs> snap crackling. Oh, oh, man. And then the other one he sent me was this one. Looks like people trying to cross a track during a horse race. Why? <laughs> people are crossing. Oh, oh there's a guy walking. No, no! That's a real dead, race. Dead. She's taken out. Oh, yeah. Who is trying to run across a racetrack? I have no idea. In what miserable third world country? Had the five horse. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she's, like, she's, Stop this gamble. This is what Italians used to do to fix races. <laughs> oh, no, she's dead. There's no way she's alive. All right, Brady, I'll allow it. Oh, no. Really? He says it's electric. God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, if you we're going to do it. Yeah. I, know. I know. I, I had Brett disappear on us. Let's go in for Kirby's uh, daddy's going to show somebody dying puns. This guy's not going to live. He's up on top of the power line. Touching. He's, he's celebrating OSU's championship. So cool. Oh, good night. Double zap, too. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Yeah, it's good. Agree, totally what college good. is this? It's college. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah, that was shocking. He touched the electric line and died. That's cute. I knew you'd enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy that one. By internally cooking. 
I prefer the Indian on top oh. of the train, the classics. It's, uh, it gives you the outcome. First, it went through everything that, that could happen to him. It says yeah. the outcome is vertebral, vertebral fracture. Wow. He broke his back. Bilateral femur fracture. He's alive? Full thickness burns. I don't know what that means. From the uh, shock. Thickness? That's what it says. Full thickness burns. So all the way through all the, the way through. top to bottom yeah, yeah, yeah. dermis burn. Yep. 100% coverage. Basically, Jeez. he's a jerk off for jumping up there yep. all the time. Yeah, you well, climb he's a not power line. Off no, <laughs> nope. We played I ejaculate fire, and this guy yes. actually is living it. Well, there you go. Well, thank you for that. Besides the pun, everything was good. Right, you both here too. Those were the better of the. Uh, uh, it's eight twenty. It's eight twenty-six. What the hell's going on? Gosh, I like being no with you guys. No longer having a tight ship. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, uh, there's your Brady Report. It's 98. Nirvana right there. It's uh, the man who sold the world. Hey, I got a lady who's uh, happy. Like, she's really happy with me. Uh, that's not, that's very rare. She emailed and she said, I just want to say thank you for that. That was very nice of you to mention that it would be very difficult for a woman to be a blue angel. Sometimes it is harder to, uh, as a woman, to be part of something that is traditional and break that ceiling. And you acknowledged it, which surprised me. Even though I love you, sometimes you say things that make me angry. That's not because I'm like looking out for women. I'm just saying you've got one famous pilot, and it didn't end well. <laughs> like, uh, we know, like women pilots. I, ever, I mean, look, there hasn't been a time you've climbed on a United Airlines, uh, U.S. Airways, anything, and heard, uh, you know, on the runway. We're just waiting for clearance from the tower. Without some guy looking at another going, uh-oh, Amelia's in the cockpit. I mean, we make the <laughs> joke out. every time. You have one famous, one famous pilot. My Brett did some digging. I mean, it, it took a yeah, scramble he, for you to get Martha one McSally. Out quick, Nobody on the planet knows who Martha McSally is outside of Arizonans. Right. No, exactly. That's because she saturated our televisions with commercials. By the way, my, I am now going to vote, and I don't even know who the guy is. I, I like because the, of the commercial. Because of the commercial. The commercial finally swayed me because I don't care about your politics anymore. I think you're all, I think everybody's crazy. I don't think anybody's good at it. I don't think anybody's got a plan. I think if you were truly caring about society and you keep going on TV going, I got a plan and I can fix this, you'd fix it without having to be a politician. Your plan would work. So you're just doing it for cash. So is it Jim Lehman, the one that sounds like Peyton Manning? Yes. I think Who's, that's He's running against Breakmasters, right? Yeah. yeah. Breakmasters has the, I think it's Breakmasters that has the greatest commercial I've ever seen. And nobody's mad at it because we don't have a lot of Chinese people here. And he goes, Jim Lehman takes his money from China. <laughs> and they run every time they say China, they ring a gong. They're like, oh my God. That's the greatest. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for that. Do you and a guy who knows any Chinese people? Me neither. Breakmasters, the guy who's got a name Chinese hate. Breakmasters! It's Blake. No, no, can't break a master. That's what they say. I gotta Yeah, some of the commercials, oh, it, it's because of the commercial, great. it turns me the other way. I'm, 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 I'm going to vote for the I'm other I'm voting person. for the other guy just because he's ringing that gong. China. Some of the stuff, the oh, accusations are so me. outlandish. I love it. Oh, and the best of the Carrie Lake one. I'm starting to go for that Robeson lady because she's like, and Carrie Lake also did this. And she had a transvestite at a children's party. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Right on, soul sister. I'm like, I don't know why they're trying to appease everybody with something, but that Chinese gong, I giggle every time it's on. Haven't had one person go and scream and yell like, hey, you can't ring a gong every time you hear the word China. If I did that, you know, faster would be people mad at us. So over there, I was at this Chinese restaurant the other day, and this uh, guy comes up and calls himself Wang Chang. Anyway, Wang Chang and I are talking. Like, John, why do you do that? Oh, it summons the Chinese. It's, it's the most racist we can be. And that Breakmasters can't get enough of ringing that gong. Yeah, I can't find it. Jim, it's, it's, I think it's Blakemasters hates uh, China. Just Google that. I, on uh, Friday night, Kirby carries a little symbol with her because we had a guy wait a, thank you, his name was Chen. And they go hit it every time I say Chen, Kirby. <laughs> you had a bad here and there. Kirby, you're like, can ring the gong every time I see one of yours? Okay, very good. Good job, honey. They got a gong out there at Larry H. Miller in Surprise. On a sale? You, no, you get to ring it. Oh, nice. Like if you buy a car, you're like, you want to go hit the thing? I'm like, sure. And people are always going over there. And I watched one guy do it, and then he turned, he goes, oh, my God, you I'm like, all right, this guy's just being an asshole. But there's, it's safe. You can't. You have to. Gongs are synonymous with Chinese noises. But, man, they have no issue. And they throw the flag you up there. You hit the gong, and then you wave the wand. Yeah. He communism. <laughs> I buy a new Jeep. It's very good. All right, that's enough. Sit down, sign the papers. Uh, yeah, I, I, that one makes me laugh, and it's on all the time now. That one, and then right after, you know, Karen Robeson hates Carrie Lake, and here's five reasons why. Does she have a plan for anything? No, she just thinks this lady's a bitch, and she's <laughs> hey. the opponent. Oh. She doesn't have any ideas outside of, don't you think she's a bitch, too? She just signed up for the NAR. The NHR. She's a drag queen. Her and Rob Ron Caps. She's in the NHRA. She's not yeah. the NRA. She's in the NHRA. She's a drag queen. See you at P.F. Chang. <laughs> yeah, our politics are ridiculous. And people that see you, they, they already know they got us divided with whatever. You're already in a camp. Now it's up to jackass. And by the way, the election hinges on people like me who hate both sides, and I'm voting by who has the funniest spot. I like this name better. <laughs> I don't go by names. Breakmasters is pretty close. But once break, once he hit the gong and started to call Peyton Manning angry at China and like his best friends, oh, I'm like, I'm in on this dude. It just reminds me of 16 Candles where uh, yes. Long Duck Dong swings down and goes, what's happening? A hot stuff. <laughs> and they ring. <laughs> and, and the reason they can't show that movie now on main TV is because of Long Duck Dong and his... Every time they showed him, his like if he hit the screen, they rang the thing. And he's driving the car, and they're playing yep. turning Japanese and stuff. Like, really? <laughs> I don't even know that Japan and gongs are... I don't know which one it belongs to. Hilarious. But, yeah, so Blake Masters, I don't know what you stand for. You're not getting anything done. And uh, Jim Lehman, you sound like Peyton Manning. You had me until you didn't get uh, bigoted first. Oklahoma. Yeah, that's all it was. That's all I hear. Well, you're just going to Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Like, I don't know what you're doing. You sound like Peyton Manning. I'm in on you. And then that dude started gonging him. I'm like, uh-oh, Breakmaster's coming from behind. And I mean fast. And the other one is uh, Karen Ropes. And it's like a couple reasons uh, that you might not know Carrie Lake's a bitch. <laughs> she talks to Obama. Oh, man. You can't even talk to the guy? She supported him. Oh, okay. Then, then, then what? He's black. Oh, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> We don't want that. 
He's a Democrat. She chatted with one. Okay. This is how you think is, uh, the future needs to be? She actually had ideas and expressed them to a, a Democratic black. I would never talk to one of those. Karen Rumson, I approve this message. <laughs> you just come out and do it. Fake Lake is a bitch. And by the way, a kid's party with a drag queen? Kind of sounds fun. That sounds like a treat to me. I think I think it's pretty hilarious. If dad came out dressed as mom, it would be funny. As long as it's not sexy. And if you think it's sexy, you need to check what you're doing. And if your kids think it's sexy, you've been raising a crazy person. So I just found it hysterical. Uh, but I am uh, putting, I am, I'm ready, I'm going to do it. I'm going to support. I'm endorsing Blake Masters. Nice. Because of the gong. <laughs> Did you find it? Yeah. And I like that. Many candidates are running like for Burnovich. U.S. Senate. Meet China's candidate, Jim Lehman. <laughs> Lehman's company imports his supplies oh, time, for U.S. Senate. Yeah, they keep doing it. They China's do it like seven candidate. times. Yeah. Jim Lehman. Lehman's company imports his supplies from China. <laughs> if they say China. Power plants for the Chinese government. They say China, they hit the goal. Slave labor. Yeah, they have the music. And using the money he makes in China to run for office in Arizona. Jim Lehman. He would be China's man in the Senate, not ours. One more time. Sitting Arizona back is responsible for the Man, they're killing that dog. Many candidates are running for U.S. Senate. Meet China's candidate. <laughs> this is great. They might as well just throw rice at him. <laughs> they had to replace that gong when that commercial was done. He got abused. It's like Tommy Lee's gong is less dented. <laughs> Oh, that's one of my favorite things I've ever Run seen. Run for office in Arizona. But meanwhile, out of this, what do you get out of Blake Masters' plan? I don't know. As long as they don't talk to Chinese people. The only thing missing is rubber bands on his eyes. We're just playing one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, if he pulls his fingers back. And he plays one-on-one with LeBron or something watching Space Jam 2. That's the only way this matters. Oh, my God. I think that's That, to me, is hysterical. In this world where everybody's on eggshells about what's appropriate, this dude comes running out with a 1940s propaganda ad against Lehman. The one I saw yesterday kept pounding over and over is the love of the date that uh, Biden and um, uh, Kelly is on. They have this... Uh, they're on a date? Yeah. Well, I'd like to see in, that. They're in love. <laughs> He voted ninety-seven percent of the time in his first term because it's love. Unbreak my heart. It's so bad. I I, I can't get enough. Cannot get enough. Nobody wants Ching Ching Charlie in the office except Jim Lane. Sure, you'll get a nice press shirt. (laughs) You want your laundry done? You go to a Chinese guy. You want socialism? Jim Lehman goes to the Chinese. <laughs> and you know what that means. He has secrets. Ancient secrets. <laughs> Keep him on the railroad. Blake Masters knows. <laughs> we sat outside his house and he ordered Chinky three times. And I'd be the one that got in trouble for that last sentence, but I'd go on the news with my fingers up going, really? You guys are running the gong ass. Yeah. <laughs> go F yourself. With a hell of a soundtrack. You, everybody, yeah. for calling out racism constantly, and then that happens. I'm laughing all the way to the, to the voting booth. One vote for Breakmasters. <laughs> Sorry, Bernovich. I'd actually probably lean his way. 
if I uh, if he had any racist commercials. But <laughs> that's brave. How do you sit in that room with your uh, PR team and you're like, oof, go with the gong one. <laughs> you don't want to go. You don't want to go with the one where Blake's telling everybody uh, he's got good ideas. No, no, the gong one's strong. Yeah, really good. Nobody cares about his ideas. Nobody. You don't like the six point no, plan. You got a minute to tell everybody what you're going to do. You're not getting anything done. Run the gong one. <laughs> you haven't paid attention to politics since Rome. You're not getting anything done. And if he wins, I mean, who's going to build the wall better? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I didn't think of that. Jim Layman should go. Sure, I mess with China. They build big walls, and we love walls. They're both ringing the gong. And one makes more sense. Anyway, good luck. Your early ballots are coming in. Next week is the day of the primary, and you get to pick which guy you like. <laughs> Peyton Manning or Brick Masters. And Bernovich, I like you, but uh, I'd like to buy a vowel. Your name's crazy. That's how, I, that's how I vote. And it all hinges on me. I'm a fence sitter. I look at both sides, and I hate them both violently. I'm already in. Yeah, you vote. You vote your way. I am a fence guy. I'm the one that waits until the end going, you know what? Wow me. <laughs> and they can't. Joseph, huh? Joseph just said, I got my early ballot. It smells like bamboo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> this is what I'm uh, talking this about. This is what we had a problem with last time. Well, guess what? Jim Lehman got those ballots. Remember that? They were made of bamboo. The Chinese ballots. Uh, it's eight fifty six. Hilarious. We're living in hilarious. If he wins, it'll be amazing. The yeah. dragons going through the streets. Oh yeah, fireworks. Oh. Hey, look, it's cultural. Teppanyaki everywhere. Funny yeah. <laughs> those. I hope Jim Layman shows up to like the last debate with one of those mo haircuts all Chinese people have. Just like he got the full bowl cut. Jim Raymond. What are you gonna do? I'm here for the jokes. I find the whole world hysterical, and nothing's gonna change. And we're all fine. Every generation. I hang out with a 90-year-old. Every generation thinks the, it's all terrible. Like, end of the world, yeah, man. Every generation's going through the end of the world. And I can't imagine not thinking that when Hitler was marching on everybody. and Stepped ex- up. Magnified. Yeah, he's like getting rid of whole races like we had. And that was multiple times in the last hundred years we've had somebody try to exterminate a people. Yeah, I mean, Pol Pot tried it. You had uh, Idi Amin down there. You had the Tutsis and you, all these people down in Africa. You don't pay attention to that stuff. Full, like eradication of human beings has been on the menu since the last century. Beyond that, it was like acceptable. But Hitler, all that, it's always felt like it's the end of the world. The next generation will just do the same thing with their kids. I'm here for the laughs. Nothing funnier than gonging Chinese people. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, we got hot releases coming up in moments. It's 98. White Zombie. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of people emailing their Jim Lehman moments. And uh, our funniest listener, Scott Haynes, fires off what I think is my favorite. Jim Lehman plays joke. Jim Lehman puts pee-pee in your coat. He's been known to urinate in soda. Brady, you're on their camera. Yeah, that sounds like a Brady thing. <laughs> Finally. What was the one you just read? Says, uh, Jim Lehman had his vasectomy done by Dr. Lynn. <laughs> I'd say, I'd find, and Key Custer, who's a very bright, uh, funny listener, emailed me. And he goes, you're messing around. Those gongs aren't real, right? You're adding those. And I'm like, no, 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 that's a real ad. I said, yeah, but the gongs part, you're adding that. No, the gongs are in it. That's all real. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. So great. 
And the one Brady's talking about, a guy sent me, and he goes, he said, Mark Kelly actually, Mark Kelly and Joe Biden, Mark Kelly gets weak in the, the knees. Love. Yeah, the love. And he starts to, and his knees start to rattle, and then a little heart bubble yeah. goes over yep. his head. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who that ad's for, and it's funny. I'm pretty sure that if given chance, Mark Kelly would <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Vote against whatever the hell that was. Yeah, it's all about how, trying to get me to hate the same people. I think it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's 918. It's time for your hot releases, and uh, that's where all the new stuff comes at you. And it's brought to you by our delightful friends over there at Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric's Family Barbecue is, of course, uh, what is that, 130,000th Avenue? And uh, I don't know where it is. It's an Avondale, it's worth but the it's drive. worth the drive. Like I say, I don't care where it is. It's completely worth it. Uh, it's just the best barbecue in Arizona. There's no question about it. Brisket is king. And all you got to do is grab a, a slice of white bread, a couple pickles, throw that brisket in there, and you got yourself something special. Meet, mesquite, repeat, Eric's family, bbq.com is releasing all over you. Brett, we'll start with you today. What do you got? A little light, little light this week, uh, but we got a new release from Ben Harper. Oh, wow. I remember him, yeah. I like Ben Harper. He plays cool guitar. Yeah. He doesn't play crazy guitar. He no. plays cool guitar. What? I know what this is about. <laughs> ben Harper. I say black lives matter. Because history says we don't. So he's got to go in this direction, too. Or a racist. You can't be both. You can be a Christian or a racist, but you can't be both. That's... We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. All right. What does I like it, it say about America? Jeez. Ben's kind of pissed. What does it say about Africa? Yeah, what does it? That is a good question, huh? We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about Africa, too. That's actually kind of a beautiful message. Slavery happened, and it's everyone was involved. I kind of like what he's done there. What's it say about America? What's it say about Africa? What's it say about all of us? Slavery! I struggle to think that if I'm driving around with a top down in my car, that that one's going to go over too big at the stoplight. <laughs> With my bald ass. <laughs> slavery! We need to talk about it! And the guy in the car next to me is like, that guy wants to bring slavery back. He wants to talk about causing, having slaves again. Like the guy when you were driving down to South Phoenix. Yeah. Well, the last thing I want to do is pull up to my house when my landscape crew, Al and the gang, are out front and I'm singing, Slavery! Hey, guys! Al and right the on, gang. brother! <laughs> right on, man! Al and the gang. I see what yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it, but that was good. <laughs> Must be one of Crenshaw Muffins. Yeah. Man, let's go to the I'm going to uh, mow some grass for you. <laughs> They're the best. I love Al. All right. Uh, Fish has a new album out. Yes. Yeah, look at your uh, get truly ready. Uh, uh, I'd go to a 311 show before a Fish uh, show. Yeah, I don't... Oh, this is the war. This is an abomination to entertainment. You know that hill we climb on Trail 100 back end that we call the racial slur hill because it makes you cuss and say horrible things the whole time? I'm just going to call it Fish Mountain (laughs) because it's the worst thing that's ever happened to entertainment or fun. Is Grateful Dead pissed at fish? No. They should be. They stole their ass. It is. You're a crappy Grateful Dead. That's like being a bad guy Fieri. You're Noah Cap. I wouldn't know the difference. And the morons oh, follow this band through like city after city. 
Because they're supposed to, man. They needed a dead replacement, and they got some bargain basement version of it, and they just decided to close their ears and act like it was the same. All right, here's one for you. Uh, This is Castrator. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Defiled in in Oblivion is the album title. This is Tyrant's Verdict. And you can this probably is imagine what this song, is going to yeah. be like. Is it a chick? Yeah. That's a woman. There's a lot of laps in that See what else we got here? Oh, Jack White's new album finally hitting stores. This is uh, what's the trick? That's the album? No, that's. Oh, the I, was, new I song. have the album. Yeah, well, it came out on the new releases. Unless there's something new coming out. Yeah, that's what it says. No kidding. Yeah. What's the name of the album? What's the trick? Entering heaven alive. In making my love stick. What did I buy? What's the trick? Not this one. Yeah. No, I got Fear of the Dawn. This is the second album of the year. You're right. Oh, yeah. The new one. Gentlemen of elegant appearance in a state of bustitude. I give them coffee colored I like this. I actually like his stuff better than the White Stripes stuff. Me too. Yeah. The, uh, the Fear of the Dawn album that came out earlier this year, that I liked it for like a week. Yeah. And then I liked two songs. The one, the one song we were playing, I actually really liked. Loved it. Like, wow, that's Jack White. Yeah. And then, like, I heard other people saying, "Eh, the rest of the album is it's okay, questionable." Yeah, there's a couple of good ones on there. I liked it at first, and then I did this. I did. Huh. He released two albums in four months. So ZZ Top's putting a uh, live album out. I guess it's live. They just call it Raw, and it's just basically all stuff they've done before. So if it's live, it's one guy. Well, no, there's two guys. Two guys left. Yeah, yeah. just uh-huh. one. Yeah. Oh, I thought Beard died, too. Nope. No. Just Dusty? Yeah. Oh. I mean, he looks like he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure he's alive? <laughs> See, they're, they're weekend at Bernie and him. Yeah. Is this when they were sitting Dusty down? I think so, yeah. He couldn't walk around anymore? There's a great episode of Live from Daryl's House with ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? You'd really get an idea of how good they were. I mean, they're just a... Billy Gibbons is amazing. Billy's incredible. And I think Billy's the one. I think it's just Billy, actually. But you hear him singing, and you're like, the dude can the dude can go. Like, it isn't just about, like, the basics of ZZ Tuck. I, lo- I love that show. Live from Aaron's house. No, it's amazing. Yeah. But you watch you the one with Billy Gibbons. Down a YouTube rabbit hole with that, you'll... Be there all day. Yep. Well, the funny thing, like, remember the big album, Eliminator, had Give Me All Your Love and yeah. Sharp Dress Man and everything else? They, Billy used all the, because it's all, all those drums were sampled. Yeah. He took all those from Ministry. Oh, really? And he actually really? took, yeah, he actually took Al Jorgensen out for, you know, lunch or dinner and he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, why are you taking me out? He goes, well, because if it wasn't for you, my career wouldn't be as big as it is today. Because wow. that's what blew blues. him up. I mean, yeah. Eliminator just Well, he should him back. take out all the black blues musicians they stole their riffs oh, from, too. too. That, too. Yeah. So, uh, all right, here we go. It is time for N-word or F-word. Oh. Whoa. Ready, Flo Millie. Mm. Is Ready, that a, oh, that's a woman. Uh, yeah. Is that a super 
superimposed thing on her. Uh, She's got her legs. No, that's the hood ornament. That's the hood ornament. Ah, the hood okay, ornament. Gotcha. The car. She's got her legs spread around the hood ornament. Brady, I'll let you go first. N word or F word? F word. Toledo. Damn it, he took mine. Uh, we can right, go I'm, angry. I'm going to go friendly N word. Ladies in rap love that N word. Yeah. I listen to Doja Cat and SZA's song. My yeah. God, they can't get enough of Santa. This one's going to be angry N word. Okay. All right. They're I'm mad friendly. at men. I'm friendly. N-word. Oh no way. Angry and then Brady's just F word. All right, go ahead. Flow Millie. Uh, wait a minute. I think I gotta start back. Here. He calling me wifey. He trying to cut, but it's hard to win dice. He like when I call him daddy. Tell him pull up, then I send an addy. She keep mugging me down. She a maddie. I got three bitches with me. They caddy. Slap a bitch in her face if she asks her. Hey, but man, oh man, did she! <laughs> she was pissed off getting to that point. She though. was mad. I'm like, I'm gonna win this. But what are we supposed to? Some... Now hold on. What was the follow up to the line? Because we all started. Well, I don't know. Here, I can go back. Follow. Yeah. Well, I'll said, just go from where it is because I don't want to. You know, yeah, you got the delay. Tell story. my n word and blah blah blah. Go if ahead. I get a little horny, I'm chasing the bag from the night to the morning. He roll up a bag while I light it up. Oh, no, oh, they be capping. Angry. That's These N-words be capping. Well, I was friendly first. <laughs> no, that was my, the same one. No, 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 no. She no, that was a different my, one. That's what I said. Oh, my no. Yeah, I mean, I can did. go back. Okay. You got enough on the delay? I can I was, go back no, to where no, we no, were. No, there's, that's got to rebuild. <laughs> Yeah, we've that's rebuilt enough. Re- no, it hasn't. I'll hit it real well, fast. No, it doesn't. It doesn't we can work. wait until yeah. you're done, and then we'll go back like to that. it. We'll try a third one. I was hoping she'd rhyme with that uh, Chevy truck. Yeah, no. Like, at first, I thought, oh, it's taking too long to get to the end. All right, We're so get an effort. we'll go after Toledo gets done. because We we'll can get do it right now. You want to go next? I got a check. I've got a check mark. I got a green check on the computer. It's built back up for a couple seconds. I can do this. Hit it. She keep mugging me down, she a Maddie. I got three bitches with me, they caddy. That's the same one. Got it. I hope. I don't know. We'll see if the delay's on there. I hit it right as she said it. Boom. Go. We'll find out after the break. I got rid of that. Stop talking about it. I don't think this is something white people should say, but I got rid of that exactly. N-word. Exactly. I deleted that N-word. Wow. Yeah, she's not going to. She says Produce it a lot. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, in girl rap, they can't get enough of it. Right. They say it constantly. Oh, Cardi B's all Cardi over it, yeah. Cardi B loves it. Lizzo says it. And then she says she won't say spastic because it's offensive, but the whole song's just littered with bitch, ho, and n-word. <laughs> SZA can't get enough. That, oh, yeah. The song's called Kiss Me More. Yeah. And SZA and Doja yeah, Cat are going, gonna, all she says you, is the end. You think it's all poppy yeah. and nice and all that? It's Listen cute. to the real version. Jesus, SZA won't stop. The real version. Potty great mouth. song, but yeah, she's got a potty mouth. Brady's right. He's a smack in the face. <laughs> you better watch your mouth. Get a bar of dove in there. All right, for games this week, uh, nothing real big out. This one's uh, Century Age of Ashes. They're saying this is the biggest release of the of the week. Um, looks like a zombie tracking killer or uh, shoot 'em up game. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if you're, or uh, or not that one. This one's after the ad. Here we go. This is, I was going to say, that one looks a little different. In life and death is drawn with fire. This is your Game of Thrones type uh, game called Century Age of Acid. Garbage. I don't need somebody telling me about it. So uh, you might like this one then. Forza Horizon 5. Forza games are always really cool. They Race cars, dr- right? they they have the best graphics for cars. Well, this one is your downloadable content today. It is Hot Wheels. 
You get to add Hot Wheels to your Forza cars. Build tracks. Like the familiar... Why is it so peaceful? Oh. It's a Hot Wheel track. This is incredible. And you don't have to, yeah, and you don't have to put together that stupid orange right, track that always fell apart. They <laughs> built it for you. Cut your thumbs on those tongues that you had to stuff. Yeah, those slicing there. razors they gave you to. And then you realize you just took a piece of metal and put it on the orange yep. thing. That any kid that succeeded with the orange Hot Wheels track was the greatest Hot Wheels owner ever. Oh, make it to, to make it go through the loop to loop without throwing yeah. it. Or making it go off your balcony down a flight of stairs. And land on the thing like in the commercial because they yeah. promised it would jump off the orange ramp yep. onto more ramp. The worst was when the curb would uh, flap down a little bit sometimes. Oh, it would go off it. Done. Off. Yeah. So what's this available in? What formats? That's cool. All formats. Okay. For for- Forza. Forza Horizon 5. Okay. That's pretty I- cool. I'm sorry, not all formats. Only Xbox. That's, That's the neatest now. looking video game I've seen in a long time. Sorry. Because it's, Brad. again, back to nostalgic yeah. kind of being part of the new world. You've put nostalgia in a new place, and you made it better. All right, streaming this week is Virgin River Season 4 on Netflix. I'm pregnant, oh, no. and I don't know who well, the father is. We can resolve the issue Despite using not knowing whether her baby belongs to her deceased husband, Mark, or Jack, Mel begins Wait a minute. Season 4 with a season. Jack is her Mark's lover. Her had her husband die, and in the time of not knowing if she's pregnant by him, she had sex with another guy? Morning process was oh, about a week. A yeah. Very Meet him at the funeral. At the clinic. It's about time you got a bit of competition there, Mister. Your dad just checked into the B and B. My job was to make sure you didn't ruin your life. I can't have a relationship with my own father. I'm kind of a dad. Am I oh be- God, this is chick show. Ugh. Is this about the Biden family? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hunter Biden. I just banged my uh, my brother's widow. <laughs> All right, Netflix is starting. Adam Ray is Hunter Biden. Hey, I mean, come on. I'm an inhaler. Adam called me Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a call Saturday at 6.20 p.m. Hey, I'm opening up for a volcano over here. I'm like, oh, cool. When? In an hour. I'm like, well, what? I left passes for you. I'm like, I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> well, if you want to come, bro. I'm like, well, this is the best way to dodge someone I've ever seen in my life. You wait to invite me eight minutes before the thing starts. You got an hour. You live pretty close. All right. All right. So Netflix started last year releasing some of their movies uh, in theaters when the theaters started opening up, and they're doing it again. Last week they debuted this in theaters, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling. And oh yeah, I heard this wasn't very good. It's streaming starting Friday. We know about the Sierra program, but both these guys got huge. Oh really? It's not that good. That, I've, I've heard it wasn't very good. Send anyone else? The Gray Man. Lloyd. Got an urgent Chris Evans as a mean Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan Gosling continuing not to light up a screen. <laughs> and he, even as handsome as he is, that dude cannot bring life yeah. to it a is. screen. It's, the only thing yeah. he was good at was in the big short. He was great in the He big was short. great in oh, that. And then everything yeah. else I've seen him, I'm like, he's boring. Yeah, he just yeah. he yeah. bores me to tears. And he's, and he's just, I'm willing to let a man be super handsome and yeah. captivate me. Brad Pitt's been doing it for years. Oh, absolutely. But Brian Gosling is beautiful and just dead dry. Like, Toledo's got more personality. How about a reality <laughs> show? Whoa, whoa, I know. Whoa, that was too whoa. far. I'm Easy sorry. There, Chief. I'm sorry, guys. That was too Hi, Richard. I know. There's only one guy who agrees with it. Uh, how about a reality show about blown glass, John? Yes. Yeah. Season three of Blown Away. This on could Netflix. be like a sword forging show. My expectations are higher. 
We expect you to push your technical and conceptual skills to the limit. All right, let's blow some glass. Glass, it's the love of my life. It's a dance. It's a choreography. This is my community. It is kind of neat how this works. But Lisa and I took but a glass blowing glass downtown. Going out that's Good actually pretty cool. Christ, what century are you from? <laughs> 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 <It's pretty cool>. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you even find that glass? <laughs> she found it. It was, it was all It's got to be a group it's on. It's a group on. Yeah. I was thinking 100%. <laughs> I believe it was the same week you guys did the Dolly Steamboat, to be honest. Probably. Because that was when Megan was going through her Yeah, the group on face was insane. She was telling all the hens about it. That's awful. And then they started to suck up groupons you want to go get water from the well no i don't i would, I would have rather went to glass blowing uh, yeah. competition <laughs> yeah, over here. me too is, oh. did you make a dragon yeah toledo uh we made flowers that were oh, on these nice. and then we and then you yeah, shoot some horses and then got back to consumption <laughs> all right uh all my friends hate me is on uh, i believe amazon prime okay and it's uh i think it's the next season Cool. Dude coming at you with an axe to start. It says, sure, ghosts and monsters are, sc- are pretty scary, but there's nothing like real horror that comes from awkward situations. This British dark comedy taps into the terror of social anxiety. That's me. When a man reunites with his old university buddies on a trip to uh, suspect that they yeah. all hate him or worse, it's not paranoia if it's true. Oh, I say it constantly. Well. Been a bit crap, haven't you? What? I just thought you should know. Mate, come on, we're waiting. Oh, oh, You're the guy no one likes at the party. <laughs> Everyone must be mean. And I don't know what's it's going sort on. of Home Alone on purpose. It is a little bit, yeah. So that's uh, All My Friends Hate Me. Um, I, I was convinced yesterday that uh, Susan, our sales super super guru, Susan, I've, I've officially made the decision that she hates me. Why? What happened? Oh, because we got a text yesterday that said that our beer party over at Four Peaks is yeah. now uh, soccer-free. They, were, they had a combo party there, and they right. kicked the soccer people out. Nice. And then she said, and we don't need to hear anything about this on the air, so keep it down. Oh, Ooh. I don't need any more problems. And I'm like, what problems have you got? And she goes, and then I get a text back from her that said, uh, it was pretty funny. But she said, uh, uh, you know, just in general, keep it off my desk. It's not all about you. And, I'm, <laughs> and so I was like, ooh. And so I just I text back, agree to disagree. <laughs> and then she just texts me the letter J. Which I think means F you and some no, sort of No, I think weird. it's supposed to be an emoji. I can't remember which is one it, it is. I don't know. But I was, I'm just like, okay. So I text the other person on the uh, on the text thread. I said, clearly she hates me. She, and then, but the gardener down there is like, yeah, she does. I go, oh. I'm positive about it. Like 90% of the time I'm right. Uh, Ethan Hawke has a new limited series out. He directs this docuseries about the lives, careers, and marriage of Hollywood icons Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. Uh, again, it's six, uh, six parts. It's called The Last Movie Stars. Right before the pandemic started, one of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward's kids approached me to direct a documentary about Paul and Joanne. Paul had begun working on a memoir. That's a handsome they devil right there. Yeah, yeah. Interviews. He said to him, tell the truth. Stuff they would never say if they weren't with Oh, friends. so he was taping his friends and having conversations. Yeah. Well, this might be interesting. Yeah. Robert Redford. Poured gasoline on him and lit him on fire. Wow. Except they had had them all transcribed. I'm trying to turn it into kind of like a play with voices. Holy cow. So this is Paul Newman's private conversations yeah. with celebrities that we yep. all know. That he taped. That he taped and nobody Cancel destroyed those. Oh, my God. They're going to have so much racism in this. Yeah. The so, lawsuits are going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be... Re- and it's oh, on well. HBO Max, so you're going to get the full deal on it. So. 
The last movie oh, stars. That's interesting. From Ethan Hawke. Well, uh, maybe maybe it's all good stuff, and they're yeah, not trying to yeah. disparage them. But still, it, it has to be interesting, or they wouldn't have made a thing about it. All right. Uh, Billy Porter makes his directorial debut on Amazon Prime with uh, Anything's Possible. All right. Portrait. Pick a partner. That's Billy, so good. Billy Porter, you're pretty, pretty sure what you're going to get. That is Great. How do you know when you have a crash? I have a theory. First Insta store is the person you're thirstiest for. Mine is Call. Call Zuwabi. So far, it's about all heterosexual. What's her name? Kelso. We'll twink it up. This is my Siskel and Ebert moment with the Brett. Down, over, down, <laughs> over. I'll see you at the movies. <laughs> Brett and I have to do a review of movies together. Don't worry about it. They'll twink this up. It was all good till they got all twinked. Thumbs down. All right, on Apple Plus is a book adaptation called Best Foot Forward. Based on the book Just Don't Fall by real life Paralympic athlete and comedian Josh Sunquist. I've reinvented my father accidentally. He was, I, he's right here. My dad's still alive, but somehow he's been reincarnated he, in my he life. Is. Yeah, he's, he's my dad. Saying. He's my dad. And I now get to hang out with my dad at the same age. <laughs> I, it's it's a it's it's cats in the cradle. I get to be the same age as my dad. Brett is Dan Holmberg. Don't worry, they'll twink it up. <laughs> you had a bike ride with him this yeah, past weekend? I never, I never would have laughed at that when I was a kid. I'd be like, I think my dad's mad. It's Brett. It's funny. <laughs> All right. Apple oh. Plus, best foot forward. <laughs> it's a series that follows the life of Josh Dubin, a 12-year-old oh. who begins to face new challenges as soon as he begins middle school. On top of that, Josh has to figure out a way for other kids to know him for who he is, other than just being the boy with a prosthetic leg. You've been homeschooled your whole life, so yep. public school is going to be challenging. Here we go. He's got one leg, huh? Oh, uh, guys, if the leg is the first thing kids know about me, that's all they'll care about. I want to make friends because they like me. Should have worn pants. Yeah. Just take my advice. Lay low for a little while. I didn't lay low. He's in shorts. Moron. Basically a vanilla scented prison. (laughs) (laughs) He's a legend. There's so much to do. I mean, so much to try. I don't want to miss any of it. Want to sneak soda into a movie? Get his leg. That's pretty funny. All right. So they're using him for good. Right. Because uh, that's what you do with crippled people. You use them until they're not useful to you. <laughs> that's what I'm learning from that. All right. That's all I got. They'll twink it. All right. There you go. They'll, They'll twink it. That is, I swear to God, this is, every time my, we'd sit down, my uh, first the TV was on, and I, I would be watching TV, and then my dad would come home, you'd hear plate hit the table and the coffee table, a drink hit the table, and then the next question out of his mouth is, what is this <laughs> To give it two seconds of a try, and he wondered what what this nonsense was. I'm like, oh, this is blah blah blah. Turn it. <laughs> First words out of us: the door would open. Hi, Dan. What's for sup? <laughs> Ask for supper. Grabs the food. Sits down. <laughs> what in the world is this? <laughs> Turn it. And whatever I was enjoying was over. Oh yeah, you knew that as soon as. Well, it's your about this guy. In. I don't want to watch these twinks. <laughs> Rio Bravo should yeah, be on. Yeah. Turn it. I think Maverick's on. The Virginian. No, <laughs> oh, the Virginian was my grandma's thing. Oh, it's hilarious. Hunting show. Leave it here. Oh, we all got to sit through this. But now I got to sit with Brett and have those same moments. But now they're hysterical. Before they were just frustrating. Oh, good stuff. Thank you. I'm just going to call you dad if you don't mind. Is that right? <laughs>
Uh, it's 941. There you go. Those are your hot releases. Brought to you by Eric's Family BBQ. It's 98. <laughs> It's Rage Against the Machine right there. The Bulls, they are on parade, and we are just about out of here. Uh, it's 9.57. Setting her up and getting her done. That's it. We're about done. We were just talking about this off the air. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Went up there yesterday, and I did some stuff that I hadn't done yet. A new thing. I was telling Brett about it. Uh, it was a, We did a... Like, there's gun retention. And, and one thing that we talk about with, you know, uh, gun laws that need to change, and I think any logical person is like, yeah, you take a class to learn how to hang on to it, learn how to shoot it, learn how to not lose it, learn you how to get to know your piece. Yeah, you got to know. And you got to, and I don't know. Jay said something great yesterday because he said, I don't know anybody that wants a gun that wouldn't want a, like, a free lesson with each purchase. Like, what kind of mor- morons? Like, ah, I'll figure it out. It's like, it's a gun. You should want to know as much as you can. So education on top of it should be a priority or a, a demand. Fine with that kind of law change. And good guys will do it. Bad guys won't. But still, more people trained is better. Uh, but we did a gun retention thing with the gun out of the holster. Real super, like, uh, military stuff. It was really cool. And you start to realize, man, if somebody ever tried to take the gun from you while you have it out... There's like five or six little tips in that. I didn't like that drill because I was terrible at it. Oh. And it makes you nervous. Like, you're in, you're involved in something, like, real important. And you make mistakes all the time. You're like, ah, but it was, you know, my first time doing it. I'll get better. But uh, it was really kind of neat. And anybody who has a gun, concealed carry, like uh, Brett carries a lot of the times, and I know a lot of you listening do, uh, learn how to, uh, there's There's no shame in saying, you know what, I could learn a little more. I should know more. I think most guys would go, like, I know what I'm doing because you don't want to be told you don't. But there's a lot of stuff that you may actually learn from it and that's a good thing i definitely need to spend more time with my handgun i'm not comfortable with my ar-15 i need a lesson with it. i i know that for yeah. sure before i get out i want somebody who's really in tune with those because i've never really had my own i've done it before that's how i feel with the the handgun yeah and i'm I like to, i need to spend more time i, I need it. to use it I, yeah. it's not like I, it's like riding a bicycle except for incredibly dangerous it's like, I need to do this. I need to get time on the bike, you know, and it's time with your gun. It's amazing. So we did a bunch of the out-of-holster retention thing, and it's talk about a mind-blowing learning lesson, and I'm nowhere near where I can be. And so we're going to do a bunch of that, too. They do this stuff all the time. I mean, it's so many great things. Self-defense doesn't just mean uh, stopping somebody from beating you up. It, it sometimes means uh, somebody with terrible intentions with your stuff. And uh, it's crazy. And little things you learn, you know, the battery and racking and all that. You know, little things about getting the magazine seated again. When somebody tries to take it away from you, a lot of times it'll fall out. And you don't even have a, a gun to use at that point. Amazing little uh, subtleties that uh, keeps these guys on top of the heap as far as the best in the business. And you want to be part of that thing, uh, you should. They've got another thing coming up for law enforcement. Pay attention to that. It's going to be amazing for law enforcement people coming up around September 11th, which I think is a fantastic tribute to them and uh, we'll have more information on that coming up in a little bit. You should get involved in this. Trust me, it makes you better, makes you smarter and uh, just educate you on anything you may think you know enough about. You never know enough. Get a little more. Tools in the tool belt. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain. Actress Miriam Margolis. She was in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, End of Days. Um, If you uh, watch the Harry Potter movies, she's Professor Sprout. Anyway, she's not a big fan of Arnold. Why? Because he farted in her face on purpose on the set of the movie End of Days. Which, by the way, was a hilarious little prank I used to pull on people who are shorter than me. 
And I would walk by them in the table and I'd say, hey, how are you doing? And they'd be like, I'm fine. I don't thank you for letting me be in the movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, one last thing before I go. Look <laughs> at your face. She says, she says, now, I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately. Right in my face. Right in your face. I did. She's right. There's no, no question about it. I was, it was very gassy. Through and right, oh. in, right in the face. A little moist. Unfortunately, it wasn't on film. That one had some mist. Sorry about that. It was in one of the pauses. I used to do it to Danny Cooksey at Terminator 2. Like, hey, Danny, I remember you from Different Strokes. You ruined it. I haven't forgiven him. <laughs> Get down between my butt cheeks. Then the last little thing she said. Also, he was a little bit too full of himself. Well, because I look the way I do. He's a mega. I'm a mega, mega star. I'm a mega celebrity, former governor. Of course, I... Uh, Put that in the face, and the reason I farted in the face, as you can tell from the story that Brady's telling, is she was a really kind of a. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has been posting angry Instagram messages about Rocky producer Erwin Winkler. Erwin Winkler stole it all, evidently, for hoarding the rights to the franchise. Kind of blames Sylvester for this one. Yeah, it's been forty-five years, and you're just now complaining that you don't own Rocky, and now he's asking, he "Please give me a no. piece of it." Erwin Winkler was a, he still is, he's 90-something, massive uh, producer, bigwig. He was the Weinstein size, giant, and he was the executive producer of all the Rocky movies. And also, I think he did Rambo, but he owns Rocky. He owns the right show. Now, again, Sylvester Stallone in 1975-76, when he sold Rocky to this guy, sold the rights to it because he's like, I'm taking a chance on you. You're a first-time writer, first-time director. You're going to star in this thing. Uh, let's see what you got. I think it, they believed in it, but then never fought to get Rocky 2 or 3. It's kind of on Sly. Yeah. You well, know? I guess he, I think Sly feels it's been 50 years. Come on now. Give right. me a little bit. Well, of he gets a, he's gotten money, Yeah, but he signed a deal where the other dude owns Rocky. But on top of that, though, I mean, he made a career from that movie. Exactly. So, I mean, it's like, dude, Signed the deal with Calm the devil. Down. Yeah, you, you you basically handed it away, and then did six of them, and then a couple of creeds, and you're like, yo, you know, I should probably own that. Well, you should have thought of that. I mean, the guy took a chance on you, like you right. said, right? And that's the business you're in. I don't agree with it, but let's see the papers that Erwin uh, Winkler hasn't produced anything. Yeah, and that's what I want to see. It's like, look, Rocky knew back in the day. Sylvester knew this was mine. Rob Zombie's Monsters movie is heading straight to Netflix. Which is also also the home of the Adams Family series. Wednesday, the original Munsters and Adams Family ran against each other on network TV, nineteen sixty four to nineteen sixty six. They're going to battle again. No, they're not. No, it's going to be a weak battle. There's going to be a class about Harry Styles and his cultural impact next spring at Texas State University. Twink it up. Students will <laughs> study the music and movies. Create their own podcast based on Harry Styles songs. Yeah, Watermelon Sugar is a class. He's got more songs than that, John. I know, but he's got a couple of movies coming out. He's not a, like a. He's big, but is he? We have to study him now. It's some of these professors at the universities can. Uh, I mean, they're bigger. design their class. I mean, I think Bieber is a class before Harry yeah. Styles. Styles. I liked his album for a little while. The Watermelon Sugar song is still, it's catchy as hell. Wolfgang Van Halen says plans for a Van Halen tribute show haven't come together because 
Some people are making it difficult. David Lee Roth. Sammy Hagar. Asked if some people meant David Lee Roth. Well, he said, do your research on the history of Van Halen. Come to your own Um, By the way, no Van Halen without Eddie. It's over. I think they're trying to do a tribute show. Oh. They're not trying to do a tour. Like oh, everybody say. comes out and does a song, and yeah, they've been trying. Yeah, to put like Satriani's going to play show. some stuff for Eddie, and so you, you don't know, need David. Like if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to go. Get yeah, better whoever, people. Whoever wants to participate. I yeah okay. So if it's just a tribute, and you yeah. have a bunch of bands playing along with Wolfgang and Alex, and yeah, they were talking about like a one show thing type. Yeah. You know, that'd be fun. And I don't know why David Lee wouldn't. I do. He's a dick. Well, yeah, everything about I'm saying, that but uh, I know, but a lot of times these guys will put no, they aside won't. the, Not you know, dicks. if it's a tribute. Dicks don't. Hey, man, doing it for the cash. They won't pay him. Forget it. And he can't get along with uh, Anthony. I thought it was, I thought it was Eddie more so than anything, and Eddie's Probably, gone. but Alex is his brother, so it's not too yeah. far removed. And there's a reason why Sammy and Michael went the other way. And Wolfgang's playing bass for a reason. It's a whole bunch of reasons that thing's a mess. Just put the Foo Fighters out there. And Alex Van Halen playing drums. And everybody watch every song. They're it's great at Sean tribute. and Steve Perry. <laughs> nope. Nope. Don't <laughs> watch that. The uh, want, I want the tributes to all be Foo Fighters. Because Dave does such a great job doing it. And I don't want to really hear any new Foo Fighters anymore after the last couple albums. So yeah, I'm kind of done there. Yeah. I don't know who else I'd want. Who else would you want to hear singing Van Halen songs? Maybe Avenge Sevenfold would be solid. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's anybody that would really crush that. Scott Stapp. There he, I'm not talking to Danko you. Danko Jones. Danko. Good God. That I think would he be could, outstanding. He's got that kind of attitude on yeah. stage, too. I think he could pull it. Danko would be great. Him doing Everybody Wants Some. Oh, yeah. oh my God. All right. I'm sold. Draymond. No. <laughs> stop it. You stop saying words. Yeah, he's electric. I want all 500 pounds of Kevin Pollock's twin on stage. Come on, brother. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's 10.07. Let's get the heck out of here. Uh, we're all done. Shanman's in for Larry this week. He's going to come up next. You guys have yourselves a great t- uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. Bye. Until later. Bye. Yeah, we know who you are.